gamers, and welcome to episode 360 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for January 30th, 2022. I'm one of your co-hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? It's going great, man. Um, I know for the people up north from us, not so great with all the snow, but yeah. But you know what? I'm going to be selfish and be like, yeah, hey, we didn't get it. Nope. Woo! We got enough just to look pretty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, yes, thank you, Jesus, because I did not want to be bothered with that, God, because even though I don't have to shovel my way, mm. I tend to, yeah. because people sometimes people in the house force me to, but because um, <laughs> <laughs> they because they have to still walk up to right. walk up to the parking lot. So, I mean, like I usually, yeah, um, it all depends how it snows. Like if nobody comes out yet, and then I'll go, or I will salt. Or something like that. Mm. Like if it's not, it feels like it's still too slippery. But yeah, and it, it didn't get really bad for us here. So, but up north, man, I um, I feel bad for you or good for you if you're those kids who like hey, no school. <laughs> Maybe you're a person who don't like going to work. You are actually okay. Like this is still good for you. Like you don't have to go to work. It's like yay. Other than that, and like getting stuck or being stuck in your house and stuff. Yep. Like I'm sure they had those problems and like things pl- plumbing, freezing and shit, losing power. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. losing power is the worst. I'm trying to think. I don't think I ever had I'm lucky to not have that problem yet in my life mm-hmm. where I lost power and it was cold. Yeah. I have lost power when it was hot. <laughs> I would rather lose power in the cold because at yeah. least I can I Add can build a fire. Yeah. Um <laughs> build a fire. Yeah. <laughs> but but hot I, I don't I don't know what you do. I honestly don't know what you do. I think one time in my old house. Uh, we had lost power for a bit. I got into the bathtub, like water or mm. <laughs> something like that. Yep. But <laughs> that only helped last for so long because I I had nowhere to hook my PlayStation up, so it didn't that didn't work uh, for me. I was like, I'm bored. But anyway, I guess we get right down to it. You got anything you want to say? Anything big? Anything big happened this week? I don't think so. Nothing big happened this week, right? Okay, so get right to it. Half-ass sports um, news stuff. All right, so we got the playoffs for the NFL going on now. We got the championships for both leagues. No Tom Brady, so I'm happy. And the rumor is he's going to retire. I'm not sure it's been confirmed yet because it seemed like it was confirmed, Mm. but now it's not again. And it's like, stop playing with me. Stop playing (laughs) with my heart. Got to keep you guessing. retire. Just retire. Like I want to keep hearing about that and Aaron Rod- where Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Uh, like I, I, that's enough right there. Uh, I did. We was able to talk about that part of the news last week that Aaron Rodgers lost. So mm-hmm. we know it's so Forty ers So you know the Forty ers are in, but they're playing against the Rams, which the Forty ers have beaten the Rams twice during the season. But uh, but I think they say is like it's hard to be a team three times, and I've seen that. I mean, I've seen the team beat team three times, but i also seen it the other way too. We'll see what happened. Well, I think last year we saw it. Saints beat the Buccaneers two times in the regular season and lost in the playoffs because they cheated. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, oh, Sean Payton for the Saints retired. That's the coach for the Saints. So yeah, Saints is going to have a new coach there. And what, I, oh yeah, I forgot to talk about the other league. Uh, you got the Kansas City is back in the AFC Championship game, playing against the Bengals, which people are surprised to see. I think Kansas City is going to win. 
I'm kind of seeing Kansas City and Rams, uh-huh. but I don't really have a team that like I definitely want to see. I kind of I mean, uh, but what I kind of want is the Bengals though, because that's like the they're like the low dogs. They're not the underdogs here, and I kind of want to see them. Um, they because they what they went like one in fifteen last year, and now they're just one game away from the Super Bowl. That's kind of cool. But you know what? I mean, Patrick Mahomes. You know, he maybe he could, this is gonna be the start of like, I mean, this is like him getting the second um trophy, his second Super Bowl, and then it could be like, oh, great! This is really that we seeing greatness right now because, well, I should have started last year. It should have been last year he would have won. So that's what I'm kind of mad at him because he showed me last year. Even though it's it's funny, I say I'm mad at him, even though it's a team sport. But hey, they make it so that quarterback so important. So I blame him. Um, even though he, it's not his fault that um, his offensive line just wasn't blocking mm. and anything. <laughs> but <laughs> I think Kansas City is going to win it. I'm kind of I'm kind of rooting for Bengals, but I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind these teams that's in here now. You know, all the teams that I dislike are out, which is the Cowboys and Tom Brady. <laughs> it's just it's like that. That's that's it. So uh, what else is going on? Ben Roethlisberger also officially retired. That's sad news, I guess, if you're a Steelers fan or a Roethlisberger's fan. Like, it's end of an era. I mean, he had a good career. He had a great career, I should say. He won two Super Bowls. He's been to playoffs a lot, a bunch of times. He's been an yeah. uh, all-star a few times. All-pro, I guess you should say, for football. So, yeah, he has a great football career. Other than that, I think that's it for football. I don't think this was any retirements. I mean, there's some coaching hirings but i don't really know all of them and i don't then people i heard of i don't even know them so i'm not even gonna mention it Mm. so i'm just gonna go right straight to basketball basketball they got the all-star players all set up now before they do that all-star draft they do now which they've been doing for like what four years now so so of course lebron is starting kd is starting on the east side and they're them two are gonna be picking but another year this gonna be another year i think kd's I don't know if KD's going to be healthy by the All-Star game's going to start. So it's going to be like last year, because last year he wasn't healthy. But he still got the pick, because he was a top pick. And I was like, but after seeing what he did last year and the team just getting blown out, I don't want him to pick. They, they should just <laughs> give it to somebody who's actually going to play. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but it was a big surprise this year. Um, a guy named Anthony Wiggins for Golden State is a starter. And the people who know basketball... Most people are saying, this guy ain't an all-star starter. He's barely an all-star, honestly. <laughs> and he got to be starting in an all-star game, like, over some pretty damn good players. Uh, and, like, his numbers, I look at his numbers, and maybe his numbers were big this year. They're good, but they're not all-star good. And he never was that type of player that really, that was, like, a big draw. I'm thinking, like, somebody said they think the K-pop people were voting. <laughs> Was that a, a thing? Like, was there like a thing with the K-pop? It's like, hey, we're just going to vote for this guy or something. Everything that exists is affected by K-pop stands, Dominic. <laughs> That's what, but I, I know this. The, either, either the ballots were stuff or like, <laughs> like my brother said, he think it was fixed. He think it was a deal between him and the NBA because he was one of those people who was anti-vaxxers. Mm. He ended up taking the vaccine. They say maybe it was a deal that, hey, you got to let me be in an all-star game and I'll take this vaccine. So it's like, okay, we'll make it done. We'll get it done. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm about to Because he said, there's no way in hell that 
he would beat out like a guy named Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic, Doncic right. is he's a big time player. Like he's great, and he basically has a whole country voting for him. So it's like how I mean I don't know the population of the country though, but still I feel like in of the world people are voting for this dude, and people actually voted more for Wiggins than him. That's like that's hard to see. Like that is hard to see. Uh, but good for him, man. I mean, that's good for contract reasons and things like that. Bunny reasons say, like, hey, I'm an all-star. I don't know all the I'm not gonna say all the players' names who's who starting or anything. Uh I do I remember on top of my head? Uh I know I know it's okay, Anthony Wiggins, Steph Curry, um Je- LeBron James. See, that's all I can remember for the West. In the East, I remember DeRozan. <laughs> DeRozan, um, who's a guard? Oh, Morant is for the West. Okay, I remember Morant was for the West. I still miss the player for the West. Oh, the um uh it's another foreigner. Uh what's his name? On the Nuggets, the center on the Nuggets. He's starting. Now on the East, um, I said DeRozan, KD. Let me see. Uh you have um Embiid, Anta Tecumpo. Ah, the guard. Um, is it Lamelo Ball? Oh, I think it's one of the Ball brothers, the youngest one. Okay, I want to say him, but I feel like it might be someone else. I'm trying to think of another guard. It could have been. Oh, okay, I was totally wrong. And Trey Young, I'm definitely okay. going to edit this because I, <laughs> I was getting close. Uh, but anyway, but as a but no, Trey Young. Trey Young is starting. Yeah. So you got any big wrestling news? Uh the Royal Rumble happened last night, and Ronda Rousey. That's on a Saturday. Why did? Oh, because it's because of football. Because of football. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, which was good because it went on till like midnight, basically. Okay. It's, okay. I'm looking at ESPN right now. I'm sorry to interrupt you. And they're saying Tom Brady set to retire after 22 years. So, uh, so I'm guessing. But is it's that sort official? Because like I feel like that's the way all of this has been reported. Is just like, oh yeah, he said do it, and then it's you know, people who are close to the situation. Because because you know he's saying I want I don't want to take too much away from this weekend. I'm gonna wait till this weekend's done, and then I'm gonna have like a big news conference on the Capitol, and to <laughs> announce my retirement. And then they're going to go into the Capitol. And, and they're going to say, um, go Brandon, or something like that. On yes. They're going, yes. <laughs> they're going to say, let's go Brandon. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So Royal Rumble happened last night. Um, it, was, it was an okay show by the time it got to the men's Royal Rumble match, which was the last match. Everything was kind of extremely predictable. And like I said, it went on very late. So it was kind of a slog. I was I was definitely falling asleep during that match. They started out with Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins came out through the crowd to the Shield music, dressed in like the old SWAT gear stuff to get in Roman's head, and that was really good. Um, but they ended up doing like a non-finish there. Roman Reigns put Seth Rollins into uh, a guillotine choke, and then Seth Rollins got his hand on the ropes, but. Uh, Roman Reigns wouldn't let go, so they disqualified him. So technically, Seth Rollins won, but and that could have been all right if they were going towards like WrestleMania with this feud. Even though I really wish they would have chosen someone else 
to get the big win off of Roman Reigns to to win that title because now he's like one of the people that have held that title the longest in ever. Is that like 400 and something days? And like, that's how you build a new star. You have, you know, someone younger or someone newer come up and, and beat him for that and go, you know, this guy's a legitimate threat. But instead we have someone who's extremely established already in Seth Rollins. Um, the unfortunate thing was even that was negated by what happens later in the show. Um, so after that was the the women's uh, battle battle royale royal rumble match. Ronda Rousey returned. She won. Okay, whatever. Um, I think Ronda is an actual. She's actually pretty good of a wrestler for someone who's coming out coming from the outside. Um, obviously, she has her issues, um, but also like just the fact. I don't know. It, it's just one of those stunt things that WWE is going to do. Um, she's going to face Becky Lynch once again, bringing someone from the outside to, to basically legitimize them because they're not legitimate. So they're like, Oh, we have to get this UFC star to, to, to come in and win our championship or whatever. Um, that'll be fine. Um, and then eventually you get to there are a couple other filler matches. Becky Lynch beats Dewdrop in in basically a nothing match. And you have Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, which people were excited about. Those two, you know, big dudes, legit UFC and MMA careers. Uh, Bobby Lashley was in Bellator for a while there and I think was undefeated there. Um, so there was some excitement there. And Bobby Lashley won, which is cool, but he won because Roman Reigns came in and speared Brock Lesnar because they had had beef going back a couple of months. They were actually supposed to have a match at the day one pay-per-view before uh, it was confirmed that Roman Reigns got COVID. Um, They were basically fighting over like possession of Paul Heyman because, you know, he was being the advocate for... Uh, Roman Reigns at the time, and then Brock Lesnar came back, and it's like, hey, whose side are you on? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so as it turns out, he's been playing Brock Lesnar this whole time, and he, you know, sided with Roman Reigns, gave him the title, and he hit Brock, and 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 Bobby Lashley won. So that's cool that Bobby Lashley won, but now here we are with Brock wanting to go after Roman despite the fact that you've already got this story with Roman and Seth that I feel like is far more interesting. And once you see this, you kind of, or at least me and I think a lot of fans of the products were like, okay, I see where this is going. Brock Lesnar is going to win the Royal rumble, the men's more Royal rumble. And, and sure enough, you know, he comes in at the end, he was number 30, he comes in quickly eliminates, you know, most of the guys who were, who were there at the end and eventually wins it. And Brock Lesnar is a guy that you don't need to have win the Royal rumble to say, I want this specific match. He could have very easily just showed up on SmackDown next week said Roman reigns, you know, screwed me over. I was supposed to beat him at day one. We never had that match. Cause his bitch ass caught COVID or whatever. 
And now I want that match at WrestleMania. You could have did that. You could have had somebody else win the Royal Rumble and give them that shine. But instead, you you had Brock Lesnar do it for whatever reason. What's the one before WrestleMania? Uh, Well, they're doing Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia this year. I think that might be the only pay-per-view before WrestleMania. And there's not, not going to be a championship thing there, right? Well, it's weird because sometimes they'll do the Elimination Chamber for like number one contendership or sometimes they'll just have the have the champion defend the title in the Elimination Chamber. It's kind of a way to to like if it if the title is currently on someone that they didn't want it on, you know, they throw what is it like six people in the Elimination Chamber. So it gives you a way out basically if if they want to do that. Um yeah, I could see them just not even have Roman defend in the Elimination Chamber. I think previous years or maybe last year, he was like, nah, that's just not what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, so it's it's weird because now you have, you have Lashley as the champion on Raw, but you don't really have anyone that's built up to face him. And that's why it would have been good to have someone else on that brand, win that the Royal rumble. So you can start a storyline, you know, start building something. Whereas with Brock and Roman, you already have this thing inherently there. And of course, again, Brock Lesnar is a guy that can literally just say, this is the match I want. This is the match I'm going to have. Um, so it just, it feels like they, they constantly waste the opportunities that they have. Like it, it's just, it's silly in that way. And, you know, it's it's what WWE's been doing forever now, so it's hard to complain about and not just say, well, don't watch it, you know, because for the most part, I'm not. Like, I actually was watching the pre-show last night because I haven't been following WWE for the most part. Like, I, I kind of knew what matches were happening, but I had no idea who was actually in the Rumble matches, especially the women's match was like a good portion of legacy people, you know, ivory coming back and Lita and, and stuff like that. Um, and then there's like the factor of they've changed so many people's music that, you know, part of the excitement of the Royal rumble is like it, they do the countdown and then you hear that music hit and you're like, Oh my God, who is it's this person. And like half the time I'm like, who's, who's this, who's this coming out now? Oh, okay. And they, they do a really bad job of like showing you who it is too. Cause they always do the countdown and then the music hits and then they cut to like a crowd reaction, which half the time is just like, Oh, I don't know what's happening going on. What was going over? And then they finally cut to whoever it is that's coming out. And it's just like, you just show me who it is. And then I can be excited with the crowd. Then you can cut to the crowd reaction, even though I just hate the crowd reaction shots, but that's beside the point. Anyway, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's wrestling. I'm just complaining at this point. Um, but yeah, Royal Rumble. And with that, you know, we're leading into WrestleMania season. So, What's the next big event for the other AEW? Um, what is the next one? I want to say Revolution is their next big thing. And honestly, I'm not quite sure what they're building to for that one quite yet. Cause they're doing hangman is the champion. They're doing, um, Lance Archer, which very much feels just like a kind of filler defense. 
Uh, they're also leading up to, I think I mentioned John Moxley's back, or maybe I didn't because we kind of skipped that stuff last week, but John Moxley's back from, from rehab. He's in great shape. Now he's lost a lot of weight, like looking back on photos from before he left, you could see he was actually kind of bloated looking and, um, it wasn't something that was like obvious at the time, but now like looking at side by side comparisons, it's like, my God, he's changed but it seems like they're doing him versus daniel bryan somewhere down or brian danielson somewhere down the line um cody's uh doing a weird thing because he's like apparently not signed a contract but people are you know talking about whether that's just a a storyline thing or if it's a storyline for their roads to the top reality show you know that's going to be the storyline of season two. Ooh, will he won't he, you know, sign a contract? Will he show up in WWE Royal Rumble? Obviously he didn't. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know where they're actually going. They, they do. I think the biggest thing happening on AEW right now is probably MJF. Who's a younger star. He's, he's a heel and, um, versus CM Punk. Allegedly that's happening next week in Chicago but it also feels like kind of too big a match to just have on television. Cause there's a good chance that MJF will actually beat CM Punk and that'll be CM Punk's first loss since coming back. Um, so there's some speculation that they're, they might find a way to, you know, kind of schmoz that and kick the can down the road till the pay-per-view. Um, but yeah, I think we're still a ways out from revolution. Uh, let's see. If there's a date on it, March 6th. Yeah. So they've still got some time before they, they kind of get into overdrive, actually figuring out where they're going with that stuff. But okay, on a, on a weekly basis, it's still a good wrestling product. You know, there's, there's good matches and, and some fun storylines there. Um, now, like I told you, I was telling you before we started recording, I canceled cable. So I don't know, how much wrestling I'm going to be able to see now because AEW doesn't have, you know, like a, a WWE network or Peacock style thing in America. Uh, uh, they, oh yeah, they don't. Yeah. They, I, TNT they have a thing as an app, but that's yeah, because you, you cable, have the right? service. Yeah. yeah. Um, they do have an agreement with like fight TV or something in Europe. So there's potential to like, get a VPN and then sign up for that. But I don't know if I care enough to do that or if I'm just yeah, going to end yeah, up following exactly. one Reddit, you know, just clips and stuff. Cause most of that stuff gets posted there. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of where wrestling is right now. Okay. So I guess we move on to what we've been watching. So I'll, who's starting off? Am I starting off? Are you starting off? Cause I, I can start it off. Yeah, I figure maybe we'll because we'll probably talk more spoilery about Spider-Man, I would imagine. So we can save that for last. Um, I'll start off with Arcane. I finished that last week, but we we didn't talk about TV stuff last week. Um, That was incredible. You know, I'm glad you recommended that I start watching that Um, coming in as not a League of Legends fan and not really knowing anything about any of the characters. I think it does a real good job of of familiarizing you with those those people, you know, kind of bringing you up to speed as to to who they are, and it 
probably isn't really that relevant to the game. I don't think it's relevant at all. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they have like, you know, Blizzard esque uh, backstory trailers or something for some of those characters that, that maybe would, would let you know a little more about it from that series. But yeah, I mean, it's just not necessary. It's a, a good show standalone and it, when you know like oh this champion's in there or whatever like oh that's a little fun you can be like oh this guy's gonna become yeah. this guy or whatever yeah with um, me i don't even know they're champions uh, until mm-hmm. after i look up the character exactly who's yeah. In the show yeah that's like uh what is his name chase the main dude that becomes like a politician guy like yeah you eventually see him with a hammer and you're like oh i wonder if that means he's like a hero or something yeah exactly um yeah, but the the writing, the acting in it, I think, is extremely good. The art style of it, at first, I wasn't completely sold on, but by the end of it, I thought it was, it's a really beautiful show. Um, yeah, you like Imagine oh, Dragons now? Uh, you know what? I don't hate them. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're uh, they've always been fine to me. They have catchy ass. Yeah, music. me too. I, I yeah, I I never Imagine Dragons. They had yeah, they, some of the songs were, are catchy to me. I like. I didn't think it was necessary for them to literally just have a performance in the show, though. The, the music, uh, I saw the music video that it's with the show. Uh-huh. It's his own thing, too. Okay. Like the music video, like his own drawings that weren't even in the show. Interesting. Um, so, I mean, that, it looked kind of cool, but I do, I do, I know that song was kind of catchy, though. Yeah. Like, oh, I like it. <laughs> but yeah, when I saw that they were actually in the show, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah that that was like <laughs> I, I don't need this part but okay this is fine but i think they're big fans because they use them apparently in like one of their tournaments oh, like they okay. had a theme song thing well it's, it was it was a song still from my album but it was a song they used at one of their tournaments or something and gotcha. i say oh i get and i was like maybe maybe there's, they, you must have a, like a fandom thing with them because it's like mm. they, i heard this before uh but yeah that that uh, yeah, that show. I'm su- I'm surprised how actually good it is. Honestly, yeah, I'm definitely excited if they're going to do a second season. It feels like there's plenty of story left there to tell. So I know, yeah, it me. It, me, yeah, it, the way, especially the way it ended. I mean, mm. I, I, yeah, I definitely want to see it finish. All right, what else you see? All right, I also watched. I guess at this point, it would be like the last two episodes of Peacemaker. It's still a show that I'm enjoying watching, but I'm not like I need to need more of this you know it's it i'm not super into it but i think it's fun at times um i think the latest episode was a lot of fun there was a lot of action going on in yeah that. yeah it was, that was pretty fun and and the chainsaw bit was pretty funny yeah uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was, and i mean i first i was thinking like oh my god is that gorilla grod is like what the, what the <laughs> <Yeah>. fuck <laughs> but it's like oh okay it was just those things in a gorilla Charlie brain. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh God. Cause I was like, Oh no, the kill, the kill gorilla grod. And I was like, <laughs> and they're definitely trying to like make peacemaker a redeemable character. Like he's, yeah, they show him sad a lot and you know, they're trying to, trying to make you emotional about him. Yeah. But then, something happened with like his brother. Um, mm-hmm. so that's supposed to be really, big on him and his mind and they really make the father really really evil i oh, mean yeah. so so you can really feel like oh man it's his it's his father's fault <laughs> i thought it's so stupid I, I i did like the joke of like 
Oh, he gives everybody nicknames based on their yeah. penises. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, so, yeah. See, that's his thing. He's just a bully. He's, <laughs> and then, and then he, and then he try to go off and say, "Hey, people make fun of me too." He said, "What they, they call, call me? They call me a bully." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that made me feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's stupid and fun, and I enjoy watching it. It's not something that's necessarily going to stick with me, but it's fun. The funny thing is, I like the vigilante guy the best, mm-hmm. honestly. I, I, I like I like him. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that, because the way he reacted to that chainsaw thing, like I said, that uh-huh. was my stick. I'm almost afraid, like, is he going to get, like, jealous or mad or something? And, mm, become, and like, the villain of the turn? series? Yeah, I was like, I hope not. I mean, or, or if he does, it's not in a way where he dies. <laughs> right, it's not yeah. like, like his character. Which is funny because like his whole thing is like he he's like a sociopath. Like he doesn't react yeah. to to things in in the way that people would. He's like, you know, I'll I'll murder children. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Well, I'll yeah, but I think for himself, because that's really ah, uh, that's true. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it it is a very yeah he's selfish, selfish guy because he he says like oh, they're not your friends. Like, as yeah. you said, they're not your friends here. But now they're becoming his friends. I wonder if that's going to be a thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder. I don't know how many more episodes there are, but it definitely feels like there has to be more than, like, one. So, yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, also watched uh, Book of Boba this week uh, and last week's. Um, last week, honestly, I can't even remember what happened. What the gorilla guy to be on his side. I mean, the, 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 the Chewbacca the, guy. Chewbacca yeah. guy, yeah. Okay. Um, he got him to work for him. And he, he was trying to get all the uh, people, all the uh, other oh, right. That's when he together. meets with, like, the leaders and whatnot, yeah. right? I guess to the go spice people. The people giving yeah. away spice and selling spice. And yeah. Everything. Oh, that's also the one where he's, like, he gets his ship back, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he gets the shit yeah, back. The, the flashback, the flashback with him getting a shit back. They did rename it to like the Firefly or something like that. The fire, fire starter or something. I it's not totally the slave one anymore. I did not see that. <laughs> I totally missed that. They, yeah. They renamed it. Okay. Yeah, he's like. The- oh, man. I could just imagine, Daniel. Just imagine the Reddit forums. I think that that's, so the, that's the only reason I even noticed it was because I, I saw before the episode, I think, that somebody was like, oh, they renamed his ship. And I was like, oh, okay, who cares? Um, like like you said, it was a dumb name. It's not a good name to begin with. So <laughs> yeah, like, who the yeah. fuck cares? It really um, wasn't. I mean, I guess because it's been there for years, you know, yeah. s- since those toys been out. People And it's not like that. Used to did, it. Does he ever even say it in the movie? Does he say, no. like, put Han no. in the Slave 1? It it's was just, literally a thing on a toy. But, Daniel, there are books. That's, uh, and books maybe that comic canon, books, too. Yep. Absolutely. That, that do it. So those people, they have a right to be angry. Yeah, man, I say, I, you know what I say, Daniel? March on that capital. Oh boy! And say and get and tell them you want that slave one back. Yes, yes. Don't take away our Star Wars during Tom Brady's retirement speech. March on, March on, on Disney that World. I'm mean, March, March on, on the Ep- Epcot Center in front of Epcot Center or something. <laughs> oh, good. Or, Lord. or the castle. Or the castle. I, I, mean, I was going to say March <laughs> on that new Star Wars uh, the resort thing that's supposed to be like a spaceship or whatever. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah, but and that in that episode, I actually liked seeing him be like a ma- maniacal asshole and just gun those those dudes on the bikes down, like with slave oh, yeah. one. Like, 
that's the that's the Boba Fett we expect to see. And yeah, it, it's like you said, it, this is just not the Boba Fett I expected to see. And I'm still enjoying the series as yeah, a show, enjoy- but as yeah. a Boba Fett show, it's definitely falling short, I think. Yeah, exactly. I think that's how... Like I feel in the in the um, Marvel Universe mm-hmm. movies, how I feel about Thor. Like I like him, but as when I think of Thor, I'm like I don't like him. As, I don't like that Thor, but right. I like the character. Yeah, but I kind of wish it was. You could have called him somebody else. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's just it's just a weird thing. Uh, I mean, I'm used to it now, but mm. I still feel. I just think like, oh, this is just a different Thor, and, and well, I technically. It's going to be some other Thor, so I don't even know what the hell he's going to be called. I mean, Thor one third, Thor two, or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I guess it's me now. Um, oh, so real sp- quick, just uh, the latest episode of Mando. I thought, think. Or, oh shit! Yeah, we didn't talk about not that. the latest yeah. episode. Of, well, technically, the latest episode of Mando. Latest episode of Boba Fett was Mandalorian focused. Didn't even have Boba Fett in there whatsoever. And yeah, I none, think was none. pretty easily the best episode of Boba Fett so far because, like, you get Mando with the Darksaber wielding that, you know, finding out that he's having trouble wielding it because, you know, there's, like, doubt in his mind that he rightfully is carrying it or whatever. And then, you know, it goes back to the armor and, and you know, just seeing him basically expelled from their faction or whatever is it's pretty crazy. Yeah, but he wants to get back in. I want to know, is he going to get back in or he's just going to realize they're crazy? <laughs> yeah, because there's, there's also, what, two of them left? to like. Maybe other ones are doing um, some yeah, bounty maybe, work, I, I'm yeah. assuming. Because, and and the cartoon anyway, when, like, when Mandalore was still a planet. Mm. I mean, I think all through history, it's been wars with Mandalore and it's been rebuilt. And re- their way is like an ancient way. While Mandalore has evolved to something like they don't wear helmets, like like all like you have to have your helmet on and not let people see your face. That right. that wasn't a thing when I saw it in the uh, what was it the Clone Wars um, cartoon. So I I'm okay with going back that way. I'm gonna say like, hey, these are zealots, you know, and, and maybe you go like, look, that is not the way. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. Nah, it's not the way. Because it's like he felt like with Boba. Boba's like, I'm not part of that. Like he said, this armor, I'm supposed mm. to take it from you because like he doesn't respect the way. He's like, yeah, you ain't taking my armor. Um, and, <laughs> and just like that woman who was supposed to have the saber. Well, I ain't say supposed to, but who previously had the saber. And right. I saw the episode where she was given a saber. So now that I know you're supposed to battle for it, I guess, it's like, oh, that's wrong. But I don't know if he could because she can still wield it. That's the thing. Right. She still willed it, but I guess they said that that's why I got destroyed. It's because she had it, mm. which I I want to know if that's the truth or that's just a coincidence. I'm sure we'll find out. What else happened? I like that he did have like they talk about Gordo. Is it Gordo? That's the name. Thank Rogu? you. Gro- the Rogu. Baby Yoda? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, like he's getting him uh, like some type of gift or, mm. or something. Um, it's like chainmail or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 baby chain mail. <laughs> oh man, uh, should have built him a lightsaber hilt. But they said it's not supposed to be a weapon. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. So, see, that's another weird thing, Daniel. Yeah. That was my favorite episode, too, so far of the Boba Fett. What did you think of him getting a uh, Naboo Starfighter? That was cool. It was it was funny seeing that when they unveiled it. In the pod like, racing? You see the, the pod, like, going through the, all the canyons, just like the pod mm-hmm. racer did? That was interesting. Because at yeah. first, Daniel, I thought it was a pod racer. When I was under that thing, I said, like, holy uh, shit, they're going to give him a Paul Racer spaceship. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I saw those twin can- those twin engines, I was yeah. like, holy shit, they give it a Paul. Oh, that's old. <laughs> then I saw, oh it's, an, oh, it's that Naboo fighter. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a pop huge Paul Racer engines yep. <laughs> that we built it. Because when he was going all through the canyon, stuff, like, they really going to have him going through <laughs> the pod racing um, shit. Yep, they even like where where Anakin goes off up the hill or whatever yep. and breaks through yeah. the barrier. That barrier was there, still broken. <laughs> they know what they're oh, doing, Dominic. They know what they're doing. So they haven't pod raced since since that. <laughs> they haven't pod raced since that day. <laughs> or they just didn't bother fixing it. They say, "Oh fuck it." They said that's a <laughs> shortcut now. We play Super Mario Kart. Yeah, did Anakin technically cheat? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so I guess we can get to what I watched. Stargirl. Yeah. I finished the first season of Stargirl. Okay. There's been two seasons so far. And I this is not your typical CW show. Like, I mean, I think it was definitely backed by, I don't know who, but streaming service. And maybe they showed episodes later on on CW. Maybe they did like what they did with Swamp Thing. Like, they, like right. I think last summer they put Swamp Thing on CW for everybody can see it. And maybe they did that with Stargirl. Like, it appeared after it was all finished streaming. Like, it, it the production value is bigger. And I think what I like better about this than the other CW show is tighter. Like, mm. like each episode, like, I never get, like, I never get to a point um, where I feel like, ah, it's kind of dragging on. Like, something's dragging on. They, they don't do that. It, the story's tight where I, I actually want to finish. Like, because for me personally, I tend to take breaks now. As I get older, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not into certain shows um, like that where I can just stay an hour and sit down and watch it. I might take a break at the halfway point. I might, I might watch 30 minutes, 20-something minutes of it and say, like, okay, I'll finish it later or something like that. Because I don't know. Some reason, I just feel like either I got to watch something different or do something else. It's something about that where I just can't sit for the whole duration of a show, mm. unless I really like it, and this show I I can do that. Mandalorian I could do that. I mean, on Boba Fett I, I think I did that. I do that too. Uh, Peacemaker I take breaks. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, RK is only about twenty something minutes, so uh, I I watch it all. But yeah, the half an hour shows I could do that. But hour shows, it's got to be something I'm really really into where I could just sit down and not pause it and be like, I'll come back. And watch the rest of it later. So, and like that's the thing with this is like the story's so tight. Um, it's not a whole lot of that drama, you know, that kind of Dawson Creek type of drama. So uh, it makes me into the story. The ending was good, but there was some cliffhanger stuff that happened, which I'm curious of how they go about this. But yeah, I, I think I recommend the show. Like, I think it's a good comic book series to watch. And I guess we could talk about now Spider-Man, because now I finally saw it yeah. in theaters. And I actually went to security to watch it. So this okay. is the first time I've been to security since it remodeled. And it's 
yeah, they got the nice seats there now. Ooh, nice. And yeah, it's all right. Is it now, built it, up a little more or is it still kind of flattish? It's well, the theater I was in was flattish, but it steps going down. Mm. Okay. So, I mean, it's like, but thing is, because when we were picking our seats, because uh, we put tickets at there, uh-huh. I was confused because I was like, my friend was saying, this is the back. And I was like, it's handicapped seats here. It's got it's got to be the front. And it's like, so <laughs> I, I was asking the lady, what's the front or the back? She said, that's the back. And the reason why the handicapped seats were in the back is because those steps, they don't have it a ramp. It starts high and then goes yeah, down. Yeah. Gotcha. And it doesn't, have a, it doesn't have a ramp. So for them to go down the steps. So they are all handicappers in the back. And Interesting. Yeah. And their seats, this is the first time I've been in seats that are red. Huh. Um, I've been used to seats that were black. Yeah. Right all these theaters. They started out black, Dominic. It's all the blood. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but the seat, they have those nice seats, you know, that uh, goes. It don't Very have good. the seats where, well, I forget what theater it is, where it's not just two buttons. It's more than two buttons oh, to do. Like, wow. you can yeah, make the back go back and the and the legs. This does uh-huh. the make bring the back and legs at the same time up. So, okay. it's just, yeah. yeah. It's nice that they have that there, because now Absolutely. I'm like, I Maybe I don't have to go that far, um, mm-hmm. you know, to go. And I think it's pretty cheaper here. So, I mean, I actually, I haven't compared prices, really. Because my friend had a gift card, so he, mm-hmm. we just used that. But yeah, Spider-Man. But back to Spider-Man. Uh, the great movie. Uh, we won't get to spoilers. I am shocked that Aunt May died. I yeah. did not see that coming. <laughs> thought if anybody, it would have been like happy or something like that. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't really expect, like, a a tragedy in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought how it ended with him forgetting stuff. I mean, not, for him, not him forgetting, but people forgetting. I thought that would happen. Yeah. And it, it did. I thought that was going to be really the big tragedy, really. Uh, but, nah, I'm like, oh, man, that's, oh, man, this is sad. And then, and then it didn't go too long with the... Sadness, like it, it was a good amount, uh, but mm. it was very sad that I went. I wanted to stop. I said, "Come on, man, you, you're gonna make me cry now." Let's just, 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 let's get to fight somebody. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's go fight somebody. <laughs> but, but no, it, yeah, that that was a good scene, uh, a very sad scene. I think they did a good job with that. Mm-hmm. The adding the characters from the other Spider Man were were great. I think they did a really good job with that. Yeah, and. And like, uh, I see what you meant by Sandman. So I was thinking when you said about Sandman, obviously, I know what the hell you're talking about. I said, oh God, this must be something. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I, now I know what you're talking about. Uh, I guess the actor couldn't be there. And so they just always had him in, in sand form. Yeah. So he doesn't look human until the very end, which they, which I noticed they do that with the computerized faces. You, you know the, the fake faces they always seem to be in dark places so you don't <laughs> see how fake it is yeah <laughs> yeah because apparently that was like footage from the old movie that they used because they yeah they couldn't get him like at all uh but i mean that that's fine it got those um those nerds uh, the cg nerds to do some more you know cg we <laughs> got them some more work they just love themselves making some cg Jamie Foxx, I mean, he was great. Yeah. Lizard was, wasn't much. I mean, but he, he wasn't bad. It was just wasn't much there. Because in reality, I 
well, he was a, I guess he still has a lizard brain. Not they say he's dumb, but he's still thinking like making everybody a lizard. Because mm-hmm. I would think like he would still be somewhat of a doctor, but I guess he's still in that primal kind of yeah. way. But like Doc Ock was great. Um, Goblin, I, I love that. Like my friend said, they really showed our Goblin strength in this one. Yeah. And this one, you really see how gob- that Goblin is strong, like with him fucking pile driving him shit through fucking 15 floors and shit like that <laughs> <laughs> and everything. It was really interesting that a building's kind of empty, which, I mean, they destroyed a lot of property, but I didn't see a lot of people dying. Yeah. And I'm a, for me, I was okay with that. Just like what Superman. I just said, hey, those people, people got out. They got away somehow. <laughs> you know, or they but got, then Batman got, versus Superman showed they got, that they did not. They, they did not. I said, oh, shit. They didn't. <laughs> I said, y'all listen to those fans. That's why they did it. No, I would say everybody got saved. Just, just, like, just like in the cartoons. Just like cartoons. <laughs> nobody dies. It's like just... They, which is that's how I used to think comic books were. I used to thought they were like the cartoons because that's what I saw first. I was like, nobody dies. When I read comic books, I say, like, oh my god, that, this is not like the cartoon. Not that everybody supposed to get saved. But anyway, it's not really a bad thing. But I have to say, like Peter, Peter really fucked up. <laughs> and this, <laughs> I mean, you can blame Doctor Strange too. It's like you let this kid uh, convince you to do this fucking spell, yeah. and you should you should just said no. Either anybody. Forget you or nobody. Yeah. I mean, or you don't do this spell. He's a he was very quick to agree. Exactly. He really was. Even though Wu warned him. And he's just like, oh, we do this for parties. Who cares? <laughs> it's, uh, he doesn't listen to him. He's not going to listen to him. He's the Saucer Supreme, damn it. He should listen to him. Yeah, te- yeah technically he is now. Because he went away for seven years. So you know what? He can't be Saucer Supreme. I'm trying to think what else I want to mention. But yeah, but Peter fucked, yeah, because he really should have just, he wouldn't have killed him. He, just he sent really should have just time. called the administrator. <laughs> he he could have just went back, he could have just sent him back and let the fates happen. And I said, I hope for the best that yep. you go to heaven. Um, die. <laughs> <laughs> Repent right before you die. Yeah. Cool to see the Spider-Mans. Now, honestly, for me, even though I heard rumors, Mm-hmm. Um, mostly from you and my friends, which that's why I blame you <laughs> for spoiling it. Um, because I never really because when I read on internet, it's never confirmed. Because right. the last thing I read was Andrew Garfield said he wasn't in there, so mm. I took it at face value. I said, okay, so never trust Andrew Garfield. So, so it's going to probably if there is going to be somebody, it's going to be just somebody in a Spider-Man mask, and you're never going to see the person <laughs> under the mask. And when I saw that, I said, oh shit, that's cool. Andrew Garfield, like coming, because at first when I saw them look, say call him Spider Man, mm-hmm. I knew like that's not him. Yeah, now, that's I, not that's the right one. Who's that? That's not him. I said that's got it's got to be something to this because the way that's taking so long for them to get him to get there, I said yeah, something's happening. And I said oh, okay, and I say oh man. Then I saw Peter. I was hoping that like oh maybe a cartoon version or some yeah. crazy shit happened. <laughs> but anyway. It's, <laughs> That was that was cool to see um Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Yeah, to see them in there and I'm guessing now I'm confused about the time though, Daniel. Because if Green Goblin died and Dr. Octopus is it different time periods too they came through the um dimensions? 
it sure seems kind of messy in that sense, doesn't it? I was hoping that they just say like this is a either a new universe from what we even saw in the old movies. It's just that coincidentally, those guys are still alive. Yeah. In in that world. Like those movies ain't really like a canon. Like it was just they use a similar. Because now I'm confused because like like he said, like the lecture, I mean I said, hey, um, Connors is not around. Right. I guess we're not supposed to think about that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, Electro is definitely the one that like sticks out the most, right? Because it's like, why did his whole like demeanor change? And also, like, if you follow the threads, he never actually knew who Spider Man was. And the spell is, you know, oh, they're bringing through people who know oh, Spider Man is Peter Parker. Honestly, Daniel, because I don't remember none of the Amazing Spider Mans. Yeah, I mean, I remember only parts <laughs> of them. Right. I remember when Gwen Stacy died in the second one. Like that's it for the for the second one. The first yeah. one I remember the lizard, and I remember him the cranes because it was so freak- yeah. it, it was oh god it was so corny it <laughs> All was so the corny cranes lining up <laughs> yeah they said oh we gonna help Spider Man and I was like oh shit and I was like oh that's the corny <laughs> shit all right so. But anyway, but like even even in this, like Jamie Foxx is like, oh man, I thought Spider Man, you know, was going to be a black kid, and it's like, but you're supposed to know who Spider Man is. Yeah, I, that's why I said, I that, yeah, but I saw that line. I said that's funny, but so wait a minute, didn't he know plot holes now? Like plot holes. Man, that, that is this. <laughs> I mean, these are some obvious plot holes, but it seemed like so fixable. Like they could have just did something. They could have did something with this. Yeah, not be so specific about why the spell happened the way it did or anything like don't that. Don't be specific yeah. with it. Like, don't say that, oh, for people who knew Spider-Man. It's like, just say your bag, the bad guys came fucking through. That's it. That's all you gotta <laughs> say. <laughs> These <laughs> are guys who have interacted with a Spider-Man. Yeah, and it, they got through somehow. I mean, damn. Uh, and so, but other than that, the movie was great. This, this is probably the best one of the new ones. Uh, probably the best one I like. I mean, if because to me, I, I like the. I don't know what I like better between the first and second one. I I, I kind of like. I think maybe the first one, but mm. but this is the best one. Spider Man I enjoyed out of all the Spider Man, and yeah, I yeah, think they I think put they all the pieces a, together really well. Yeah, yeah, they did. It, it it was pretty cool, and I'm curious what what happens from here with people now forgetting him. So he's mm. back to square one. But here's the thing. There's another plot hole. Like, remember, first discussion was like, first of all, so nobody remembers him. Does he exist? <laughs> Does he have to get a new social security? Does he have to say, like, I'm a missing person? I don't right. have a social security number? Where did he get money from to get an apartment? <laughs> from his bank account that doesn't... I, I think it's it's got to be more like... and I, you can't I, say I per- Stark... Because my friend said Stark, but I was like, well, Happy doesn't even know him. Right, yeah. I, I've heard people discuss it, you know, like, related to the comics. I guess in the comics, like, they did a similar spell with, I think, Mephisto or something. Or maybe it was still Doctor Strange, but it was in a different manner. And it's not that people don't know that Peter Parker is a person. It's just like they don't think about it further than that. They're just like, oh, yeah, Peter Parker, okay. And then just, you know, oh, he's So he's he still a went to that school. Right, and- yeah. 
So like he could still exist in that school. He could still have a bank account and a social security card, but not, you know, people just don't think about him and go, Oh shit. That's the Spider-Man guy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Okay. All right. Convoluted comic book stuff. (laughs) He didn't get into MIT then. Cause I saw GED. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't time out. So, yeah, maybe he didn't go to the school, or maybe he got kicked out of the school. That, that's what or I'm had saying. Had to leave the school. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a. That's really why I think I always said that no, ex, he doesn't really exist, kind of thing, because because right. he had he got his GED. He was getting his GED, and I was like, why is he leaving school then? <laughs> so, what the hell? Yeah, so yeah. you've got some explaining to do. Yeah. Somebody, I, I do no, wonder where they're going to go with this, especially with like that end credits bit with venom coming through and then immediately getting kicked back to his own universe and yeah <laughs> but leaving some symbiote behind so like obviously we're gonna get like a black suit spider-man thing at some point possibly uh, but excuse me maybe my, <laughs> that's how you feel the, about uh, it huh? oh no no I'm, I was <laughs> no but in reality like it's it's hard to think of this peter becoming so rage-filled that he would adopt the the black suit in the way that you've seen in the past when he's already kind of gone through that journey and reached the other side of it. Cause like that would have, that would have been, well, I guess technically like oh, he no, goes th- through uncle Ben and then what's that? I thought the suit made him rage. I mean, like I, yeah, I get, I thought it was like an accentuation thing, but yeah, I guess you're right. It It was more like, I thought yeah. he just got to see you say, oh, it feels good. And then, but then as he kept it on, he became right. more angry. That's true. Yeah. You're right there. Yeah. But I, I see what you're saying, but it would just be that again. <clears throat> yeah. It would just be what you, like what happened in the movie with whole Aunt May dying and then he just beating the shit out of Green Goblin. Yeah. That was a, I thought Tony McGuire died. I was like, come on, you're going to do this. I was like, don't me. fucking yeah. do that shit. You don't even <laughs> kill Aunt May. I mean, what the hell are you doing? I was about to, I was, I was thinking at that moment, like, oh my God, so now it was going to be in his universe. It going to be nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like they're like the only, I guess they're the only heroes in their universe. There's nothing else. That's how <laughs> they introduced Miles Morales, Dominic, in Tobey Maguire's universe. Great movie. Uh, it's definitely worth seeing. The best movie of 2021 for me. <laughs> How many movies in 2021 did you see? Um, Black Widow. Oh, yeah. Suicide Squad. Um, Chi. Like I said, I, I like Black Widow better than that. Mm. And I saw about 10 minutes of The Eternals. I think it was like 20 <laughs> minutes. It really, nothing fucking happened. Um, it's, yeah. I saw 20 minutes of The Eternals so far. I'm, I'm going to finish it. This is going to be uh, a process. Hmm. Man, that's a. It's, it seems like it's boring. So it is. It's yeah. I yeah. My friend was, I was talking. It's like imagine seeing Eternals sitting for two and some hours. Because that's <laughs> the thing with Spider Man. It was worth it those two and a half hours. But I do feel it now. Mm. I do feel that two and a half hours now being in the movie theater yeah. because because I thought that credit scene was at the very very end, and mm. I was like, yo, dude. We can go, man, because because he he saw it. He actually saw it before. Oh, okay. Um, so I was because I would say we can go, but then I, I realized it's the mid credits. Oh, it's the mid credits. Okay, it's like good because I feel like if your movie is over two hours, please don't make us don't make people wait to the freaking end of the mm. credits to watch another scene. 
Because that is a good 10 to 15, almost, that's a good yeah. 10 minutes, man. Absolutely. And I mean, it's like, dude, I'm not trying to, I always sat down for like two and a half freaking hours. Yeah, especially for this one, too, because the end-end credit sequence is literally just the trailer for Doctor Strange, which was already available online by the time even I saw it. So it well, like, yeah, well oh, then, man. yeah, I, I still haven't seen that trailer, so maybe I'll check it out. All right. So you got anything else you want to say about Spider-Man? No, like, uh, I, I enjoyed it, too. Uh, something else to mention about it that was really good or, or iffy. I thought they did a good job of kind of redeeming slash retconning Jamie Foxx's character. Cause like he played a, a major role in this. I know the green goblin kind of gets the, you know, he's the main villain thing, but like most of what happened was motivated by Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jamie Foxx, I mean, he still wanted power. Like it wasn't yeah. that, I guess they're trying to make it like that didn't really turn him evil. That's made him, want to be something he wasn't mm. so he wasn't so it wasn't i guess it wasn't a thing like hey the electricity made me evil you know it's <laughs> like like yeah. that's uh because i was because that's that's all i was thinking i was like why would jamie fox want the charge thing he can he still use power i was about to say if he can still use powers he he's just gonna still kill people and just <laughs> he's like, he's still, i mean i don't know i mean i don't see that he's just being a good citizen now yeah. i didn't i didn't understand i didn't get for for him that and I mean, because for Doc Ock, I was like, okay, yeah, that, yeah, that chip was making him right. think that yeah, way. Yeah, that's what drove and him Goblin crazy. is the same. So I understand, like, you can, they seem fixable in the comic mm. book way, comic book right. way. <laughs> right. But Jamie Foxx, what, how do you fix him? I mean, you can make it so that he, he doesn't want the power, but he, he said it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Being I, a nerd's cool, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. And I, I see Sandman, why he wants it too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but I, whatever. But Jamie Fox was definitely a better Electro than mm-hmm. in the the other Spider Man. Portrayed a whole lot better than this one. Oh yeah, and the lizard. Why would the lizard want to be turned back to human? Because he he was trying to turn people to other fucking lizards. <laughs> he saw the regret of his ways, Dominic. I didn't see that when they was in jail. Yeah, it he was, was especially just, weird when he was like, I'm just going to hang out in this truck and not get up to anything nefarious at all. And then yeah, eventually exactly. he's like, all right, I'm getting out of here. Cops are coming. All right. So what else? We, um, okay, that's it. So I guess we get into, well, yeah, we're going to take a break because this was kind of long. And when we come back, we get to what we've been playing. All right. And we're back. And we're going to get into what we've been playing. So... You can start off. Okay. So I just playing more Artful Escape. Um, I don't remember where I was last podcast and where I am now in comparison to that. I've played a little bit more of it. I'm still feeling the same way about it. Like, it's okay, but it's not really pulling me through. I'm not excited to necessarily see where the story goes. I feel like I have a, a pretty good bearing on where that is. But the the spectacle and the look, of it i it still draws me in to see like what's next but that's kind of where i am with that um but i did play last week and i forgot to mention it the demo for inscription which is a kind of deck building card battle game with some other weird elements from what i've heard 
Um, the demo only really shows that stuff because I think it gets crazier. Well, that's not true because there's like a, a video at the end that gives you a hint as to some of the directions it goes in. But mostly I've heard about that from different podcasts and, and video game venues that I've watched. Um, there's a lot of talk around this game as, you know, like game of the year contender and whatnot like that. Um, just playing this demo, I think it's interesting because the way that you play the card game is definitely different from previous card games I've played. There's a lot of playing a card and then sacrificing it. Like a lot of the cards have like a, a blood requirement. So you put a card down that has one blood you put another card down that has two blood. Now you can take one of your cards that is three blood and summon that by eliminating those two other cards, basically sacrificing them. Um, so there's like an interesting element there. Um, and then there's also cards like you can put them down and you can sacrifice them, but they don't actually get sacrificed. So you can, you know, use them the next round or whatever, but they also take up a spot. So you can't lay a different card down. There's things like that. It's it's definitely just like a different style card game. Um, so I find that interesting. The look of it is just real gritty. Like it's 3D. Like it's a 3D world that you can explore. Well, you're, you're kind of stuck in the cabin in this demo at least. Um, but it has like this filter on it that's like this grain like not even film grain it's like digital grain that's just it makes it kind of yucky um but i think just invokes the vibe that you're they're they're going for there um just from the demo is i only did like three or four battles whatever until kind of the first boss battle style thing um they were all relatively easy to complete I think I did. I maybe lose. I think I did lose one, but I don't remember if I was supposed to lose it or not. Is this game multiplayer? Um, I'm trying to think if there's. I don't think. I don't think it's intended to be multiplayer. I think there is uh maybe a mod that lets you play it like versus another player. Uh, but mostly I think it's like story kind of focused stuff. Um. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't know if I'm if I'm motivated to like go out and get it and and play it through just because I do have some trouble with card games, but also I've heard that you can it's kind of designed to be broken so you can you can eventually get to a point where you have a card that basically is, you know, you play it and you win. Um and if that's the case, not too far into the game, then I would I would definitely be intrigued to see where it goes as a weird conceptual thing, you know, based on. Is what this I've on the Switch? It. This is on. I was playing it on Steam. I don't think it's on Switch yet. I don't know. I don't know how well it would work on the Switch. We gotta get Steam control deck. wise. <laughs> I. I would love a Steam Deck, Dominic. Steam, send us a, two Steam Decks, please. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know if... I could see it definitely coming to Steam at some point. Um, 
I'd have to get further into it to see how weird it gets to see if it it's something that wouldn't necessarily work. I think it's kind of like um, uh, Undertale in in that kind of like it gets weird about like the files that you have on your computer and stuff like that that wouldn't quite play as well on a Switch, but they've done stuff like that. Like I think even undertale is on the switch at this point. So I'm, I'm sure they could figure out a way to do it, but yeah, that's kind of, kind of where I'm at on that. It, it seems like a cool thing. I'm not like rushing out to get it, but if it popped up on game pass, I would maybe get into it. So, yeah. So what have you been playing this week? Dominic? I've been playing, um, Psychonauts two. I finished that game. Oh, cool. And it's a great game. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a great platformer. I see why people had it up there on their list mm-hmm. um, on for top games, like for platforming and or some people's top tens. But yeah, it. I just love the creativity they have for each person's psyche when you go into their heads. Now, I want to go back. Well, not really go back, but because some of the psyches, um, I miss I miss a lot of collectibles and, you know, where you have the safe where it kind of explains the person's past or why they think this way. Mm-hmm. Some of those things I missed um, on my the first playthrough. Maybe I might go back or maybe I might just look it up online and just to see what it was. Um, I didn't do all the extra stuff like the collectibles. Some collectibles you can't do till after the game. So, so mm, I hate that because I'm like, yeah. but then again, it's actually not that bad because when I was playing through after I finished really the main story, you talk to people reactions after the story. So you still can talk to people and okay. and stuff. So it's still, so okay. I was like, okay. At least it's not like, oh, I, you have to say, okay, you can reload. Like after the game, it's just kind of like a loading point before the boss or something. And you just got to get collectibles. So it's like it, the, it's continuing and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, definitely recommend the game. Uh, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm actually a little surprised. Cause I ain't really. I thought it was gonna be, like I said, I thought it was gonna be not as good as the first one, but okay. But mm-hmm. I think it is as good or maybe better than the first one. Uh, I'll mm-hmm. say better. It's better than the first one, and it really explains. It really goes in detail of some things that you see in the first one, like some mysteries, like oh, that curse, cool. the curse of him not being able to get in the water. You get you really learn how that happened, huh. and I like That's I like fun. the little twist they have there uh, at the end. So yeah. Um, another game I played, I started playing a very little of, I think, basically the epilogue, not the epilogue, I mean the prologue of Trails of Cold Steel 4, because mm-hmm. I was just like, I just want to see how it starts out. And, oh my God, the way it starts out. Now, if you're a person who played all the Trails games from Trails in the Sky, including the PSP ones, I know that's kind of hard to do, and you got to do what I did. I mean, unless you can read Japanese. You can play it. You can play it like on, on your PSP slash or PS Vita. I forget what it is. I think it's PSP actually, right? I think it's PSP. Yeah, but I got the emulation where it it kind of translated it. And if you play all of them up to now, seeing this pro uh, prologue is like it's so cool because you got the two heroes from the first one, the two main heroes. And Stell and Joshua. Then you have the two heroes from the second one. Lloyd Bannings 
and Ellie McDowell. Okay. And they're together in this because they're doing a mission. And these are after the events of what happened in the third. Contact has been lost to the Erebonia, so they snuck in and they're trying to get some information what's happening or what's going on. So it's cool because these people... Now, I did meet them technically in the PSP game, and I fought with them a little bit. But now seeing them in this 3D space and actually having voice acting with them, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, man, this is cool. This is, And actually seeing them older, like especially Estelle and Joshua, like they were basically the age of the, the kids I played in Trails of Cold Steel. They were like their age. They're older than them. So now I'm seeing them as young adults. And it's like, Oh man, they grown up. And then seeing this girl who was with them, it was also a younger girl with them. And she was like a little kid. Now she's like a, a teenager now. With Lloyd and Ellie, they had a little girl with them too. And now I think she was younger even than the other girl. Now she's I wanna call her a teen. She's probably a preteen or something like that now. So because mm. she she had powers. And I think she still has some she still had a little bit of powers. Like she can still sort of see the uh well she can sense things she can sense something happening some things going on and that other girl she's the other girl I was talking about uh darn what's her name i forgot her name uh renee renee like she is well she used to be really dark man she she was a trained assassin basically I means now she's not she's been redeemed and but she still has that little darkness to her and i like that you can see now their specials, which I've seen in these other games, which basically like Super Nintendo mixed PlayStation games, mm. to now seeing in 3D is like, oh, okay, this this looks pretty neat. Yeah. So it's cool how they they really bring in all these games, all these characters, all come together in this one game. I also started Scarlet Nexus, which was an RPG that came out last year, a JRPG slash action game. It kind of reminds me of like how Tales of the Rise was. While Tales of the Rise does have some of the Devil May Cry elements, but it's it's a whole lot more RPG than than this game. This this game is probably more close to the action with RPG elements, while Tales of Arise is an RPG with action elements. You know, mm. so in that way. But Scarlet Nexus, the story. I'm going to tell you the story based on what I played, not what I what it actually is, because <laughs> I I'm trying still trying to understand. For some reason in this world, something happened. In the past, where I guess human humans are going to be extinct, and these things called others, these weird-looking creatures, I guess they come down and they kill people. I guess in this kind of void that's up in the sky or in space. I don't know if it's in space or the sky. I don't know. It's somewhere, and they come down. They're about to kill humans, I guess, and then the humans stop them, and now they got these trained um, people that fight these guys that fights these um the others and protects the citizens so now it's like the people in the city sometimes they have they have alerts to say oh no others are coming that's when people like me um and my group will go out and stop them and then and now i'm training i'm a i'm a cadet right now on like and i'm a training and we're, we're going on like some missions and things of that nature right now so i'm still in the early stages where we're still doing some training I guess something special about me, I don't, I don't know, because people are saying they're more impressed by me. And it seems like the media loves to videotape us. We we get really annoyed. They, they tell us, like, hey, don't talk to them a lot. They call them the crows because they're, dro- because they're drones 
and they're always flocking near you. And and they're into me because I am also a the son of some prominent politician. I joined this group, so people are look they're looking at me because I'm somewhat famous in doing this. And it's a story behind that too. But I'm still in the early stages of this game. I don't, I don't want to look at Wikipedia yet. There's no like, okay, what's actually going on? I'm going to try to do it from the game's point of view. I mean, it's I kind of hate how these games sometimes start. Like, it's like, come on, man. Can you give me, tell me why shit is like this? Like, why are these others look like a bunch of trash put together to make a creature? I was like, <laughs> why are they made like this? Like, what is this? But I guess maybe you find out during the game, they'll explain what exactly all these others are what these creatures are gameplay wise it's fun i like i really i really love the action in this like it feels good how you can mel uh meld your abilities with your partners like you Mm -hmm. play as just your character though but they'll come and kind of help you like they'll be fighting on their own you can um put in commands for them like if you want them to just focus on the enemy you're fighting or do your do their own thing you know etc cetera, etc cetera. but they also can meld their powers with yours so it looks pretty good like i meld this girl's fire which works because you can use pk telekinesis like psychic powers like you can lift objects and stuff and throw it at the enemy so if i pick up like oil throwing an enemy and then use her firepower with my sword or something like I saw I got like a fire sword I'll just you know light them up and yeah it's in other ways with other people's abilities too it's different ones like you got the girl she does fire you got another one who does um he makes you invisible so you can do Mm -hmm. stealthy moves against enemies Mm -hmm. another guy does what does he do Uh, oh electricity and yeah, I think those are so so far those are the only abilities I have. Like so far, I'm getting different members each time. So I guess I don't know if there's gonna be a time where I can choose people to go with, or it's just gonna be something that goes along with the story. I don't, I'm not sure yet. So far, the side quests have just been like, say, hey, I want this many items. So as you go out in the story mode, you might pick up the item from an enemy, and then you go back and give it to them. That's all they are. So I'm, I don't know if that's how all this, all the side quests are going to be. But so far, the two I did so far, it's just a collected thon kind of thing. So it's not really that interesting. It's just good to do to, you know, level up or get an item, basically. But yeah, the game I, so far I like it. Story wise, I'm gonna say it's great. I mean, the gameplay wise is really is really what's keeping me into it. Story wise, it's not bad. The voice acting I can deal with. It's fine. It's more of a mystery because I don't really know. I'm still trying to figure out really what's going on. Like, what? where's the story going? Um, apparently, this is a series because I saw it when I did have... um, What's it called? When I did have uh, Funimation or Crunchyroll, one of them, mm-hmm. they had the, the streaming service. I saw Scarlet Nexus up there as a series. So I was like, oh, this is a series? I don't know... What came first, the game or the series? I, I have no idea. Because the series seemed, it was pretty new. I forgot the year that it had up there. It was pretty new. So, yeah. Okay, so what else have I played? I played a little bit of Halo. I've just been doing some 
random like missions around the map. Um, I think I did one story mission there. Like I just like to jump in. Like the sh- the shooting, it feels so great. Like I like jumping in, doing um a mission or like like um capturing a point and then just getting out. Uh, the but it's like it's got his. Uh, what am I gonna say? I kind of like. It's like I like the openness to it. Like it's not bad. Like I enjoy it, but I think I still prefer a more streamlined. Mm-hmm. story because it keeps me focused because now the way i play i'm taking too much space in between missions that i'm forgetting what the story is but what the story <laughs> is about and i was like okay what am i trying to do or like what's the goal here uh so that's what sucks about it like if there was more streamlined i'll be more focused on the story but since it's kind of open the openness is kind of making me not the story is not bad it's just that's just how open world games are for me. If like, I'm not going to remember a lot if I'm doing a whole bunch of other things, like like other uh, missions that have nothing to do with the story. I played one match of multiplayer. Let's try it out. Mm-hmm. I got my ass kicked and I just didn't play no more. So that <laughs> that that was it. I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to bother. And last but not least, Stranger Things. I'm on the last chapter. Not mm, excuse me. Life is strange. I said Stranger Things, and I even wrote it up here. Life is strange. <laughs> I thought uh, you colors. maybe been playing like that Stranger Things three or something. Why didn't you just ask? You could just ask me, and then I would have like I don't know what the hell you're talking about. We got distracted talking about something else. Life is strange. True, true colors. I'm in the last chapter. Hmm. Um, the story's pretty good. I almost feel like this is shorter than the first one. Okay. Like I feel like I'm getting through this pretty fast. Now, the first one was done episodically, so I was, you know, it was time in between. Uh-huh. And I was playing, I think I was playing episodes multiple times just to see what, how things went when we, when, um, when I was playing it uh, back then. That was years ago. Uh, but yeah. So, and this one, I guess because I'm not really replaying it and I'm just going right through I wonder if this maybe it is shorter. I'm I'm gonna compare it to see what other people are saying. It just feels like it's shorter. And th- I think this game came out for sixty bucks. I I don't know if it's worth sixty dollars. Mm. Like uh, like put it like this, I will be angry if I um, pay sixty dollars for this game. <laughs> like the game is fine, but I'll be like, damn, this is a lot for this for this game. Right. But I mean, I guess it's some replay value to that because you get different outcomes. So, but the outcome I'm getting, I'm feeling so far now, I'm not even feeling the need to play it again. Oh, wow. like okay. I'm actually okay with the choices I made. Also, I didn't know, which apparently is in the trailer, because I don't remember the trailer. That this person, uh, a big thing happens. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say it because uh, even though it's in the trailer, you, people probably know. I didn't know because. I played it and I was like, oh crap. And then I said, is there a way to prevent this? And then somebody said, oh, well, this happens. It was in the trail. I said, oh, this is this is going to happen regardless. Okay. I was like, oh, damn. I said, Jesus, I did not see that coming. And, <laughs> and so so I was like, oh, shit got real. Um, but overall, the game is it's fine. I because I like these type of games. I like the choices. And the story is pretty good. I like her how she basically 
getting people's thoughts, like their feelings, to know and helping people. And this whole kind of conspiracy thing that's happening in this town. Um, it, it's a fine game. I still like the first one better than this one. Um, I haven't, you know, I you know I haven't played the second one and or the the side stories in between them. Play well, I played the Superboy. What what's it called? But the boy um who pretends. Oh, yeah, I can't remember what that's called. Um, I forgot. Well, I played that one, but that's not a full game, so I can't compare it to that. Yeah, it means a fine game. I uh, it I I think is it feel like the first one like i mean it doesn't like i doesn't like the first one really grabbed me man i guess because this is the first time i played a game like that mm-hmm. um but yeah with this one oh i do still i don't like because they didn't had this in the first one like how you can't fast forward like if you did the scene before it's like okay can we can i skip this conversation because mm-hmm. i because where it saves because you can't just save anywhere so it saves at a um, point, a certain point. So I was like, "Oh, I have to watch this cutscene again," and you can't skip it. Like, can I skip the dialogue at least, like, just to get straight to where I get my choice? Because, like, I don't want to. I gotta watch this whole thing again. And some of those scenes are they're, they're a little long. I don't want to sit there and watch it, but I had to watch the person sing for a while. I was like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" I said, "Come on, let me skip this, please." I know what they're doing, but I feel like give people that choice. Because all you have to do is make it so that, hey, if I hold this button down, it skips. So I won't accidentally skip. Right. Can be done, but I, I don't know. But other than that, you know, the, the game is, is totally fine. Though I still think... I mean, this is just for me personally. And I mean, hey, this, this is the type of people that do the game. And I, I understand. I get it. Like, mostly it's probably white people who make these games. Uh, so it's just that when I see black people in there, that like, look like it's a black woman in there, and mm-hmm. no, there are people like her. I totally get it. I just kind of wish I could feel something. Like it just feels like, eh, she could she could have just been white. She could be anything. I mean, basically, it's right. nothing really different. Like these people all kind of blank slate with a different color. Yeah, skin. I kind of want something more in depth. I mean. Maybe we'll we'll get there in the future. I mean, it's nothing really wrong with they did, honestly. Like I'm, I'm not saying I just wish there was a game where I can feel that. That's what I'm feeling. Um, because honestly, wait, she's technically Asian. I mean, I don't know. They don't tell me what she is though. Like mm-hmm. her and her brother, but in her, but I do go do a flashback where I see her parents, and they're both Asian. So it's not like. I mean, I guess they're just American, you know, they're American, probably a generation Asian. I mean, I don't know what generation, but they're so Americanized. And I, I've seen people like that. So I'm like, oh, yeah, they're not going to, it's not going to be no culture thing. You see, they they just, they listen to music just like anybody. I mean, the music that traditionally people their age listen to um, yeah. or like where they grew up at. There's nothing there. So I, I get that. You can get away with that. And you can get away with, they, well, they can get away with the, what they did with this black woman too. So I'm like. Dude, I just want to see something. I wish there was a game where I could actually see, like, oh, this is not basically a traditional person, like a San Francisco type of place. I don't even know how to explain. Like, like just people who are just, I don't know, progressive, I guess. <laughs> uh, like, like, like I, it's like a white town, but a, a white progressive town or something. 
like a white progressive neighbor, something like that. It's, it's just so very, like, uh, I don't know, like what people imagine, I guess what certain people imagine an area they would love to be in. Like, these, these, these are the type of people they would love to be with. I don't, it's kind of hard to explain. Uh, maybe I can think of the word uh, later on uh, for it. But yeah, it's just, that's very how, I mean, idyllic television style very yeah very idyllic which is not wrong it's cool but it's very plain ish or something then mm. i like how they cope with um with trauma and things like nature I, I like what they do with that now that's that's pretty interesting and good how they deal with that so i mean but other than that the game is the game is good nice all right, so I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we get to the flashback segment. All right. And we're back. And now we're flashbacking to 2012. Okay, I remember. I remember where we at here. So, because we haven't done a flashback segment like a, a traditional one in a while this month because we really have had a lot of games to talk about. So, yeah. But now we got some games to mention. Starting with, starting 2012, we got Mutant Muds for the 3DS. So you said you've seen this game before. Yeah, so what I'm is this familiar game? With, with it a little bit. I, I recognize it as a game that people talked a lot about during like the 3DS era of like, this is a really cool game. I think it's like a side-scrolling platform, but with some action elements, like I think you have like a gun or like a pea shooter or something. Cause I think you're just like kid. It reminds me a lot of um, like mother, like it has that kind of style to it, but maybe a little more advanced in graphics. Not, not really fully advanced, but just like a more grown up looking character. Okay. Um, yeah. It seems cool. I never got around to, to playing it though. I'm trying to look at it right now to see what it looks like. Oh, okay. Oh, it's on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mutant Muds Collection? They got more than one? Yeah, I think there... I want to say there's like three games, but it might just be two. Was this on the Direct? Um, Has it been on... Maybe. Maybe it's been on I one. I don't mean... I just It's just a trailer right here, but I... Darn, because I've never seen this before. Oh, there's a Mud Blocks. Okay, I don't know if I knew that. But yeah, that's cool. All right, so what else we got here? We got, oh, I don't know. Do I want to even mention this? I'm not going to mention it. I mean, unless it's, <laughs> unless it's got a good score. If it got a good score, I will mention it. Yeah, it got it. Yeah, it does got a decent score. Shit. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> it gotcha. did get a good score on the Xbox 360, though. Weird. That sucks. But everybody else got, like, in the sevens. So... And this PC gamer gave it an 80. Gave it an 80 out of 100. All right. So this game is called Puddle. And it is a puzzle game where I'm going to assume you play as a puddle. So let me see. Um, <laughs> it's got to be some game. kind of like physics-based thing or something. Right? Uh, the, here it is. You, you see, are you watching the video? Because I'm about to read the description. Uh, no, but I'll look up a video. It says, in the game, this is off the Wikipedia site. Um, in the game, the player must guide a puddle of fluid to his target destination by tilting the scene, not by moving the fluid itself. Okay. Similar to Nintendo's WiiWare game fluidity. 
They must work with physics, friction, momentum, and the unique properties of each type of fluid and environment to send as much of each puddle past such obstacles as fires, rifts, spills, and others. Okay, yeah, all right. I, I feel like maybe I tried this out on Xbox Live or something back when there were demos for everything. It looks hey, this is a Konami game. Cool. Oh. Well, they don't make games anymore, so we'll never see a new one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, a big one that came out 10 years ago, Final Fantasy 13 2 came out. Hmm. Yeah. Um, actually, I don't know how this got reviewed because I didn't like the first one, so I did not care about these. It got okay scores not as good as the first one though but it got like a 79 on metacritic for 360 and ps3 pc got 75 but destroy toy gave it an eight now edge gave it a low score they gave it a five out of ten. Oh wow that's the lowest score i've seen your game will give it an eight famutsu they give it a 40 out of 40 man square enix paid them <laughs> off uh <laughs> game before we gave it an eight GameSpot gave it a 7.5 yeah <laughs> I guess what bro- what boarded down was Edge. Edge was boarded down because everybody else seemed like they gave it eights. So I guess it was okay. I mean, I think now that I remember when I was to the podcast, people who played it, they thought it was fine. Mm. Okay game. But I think I heard somebody say, if you didn't really like the first week, it's, this is not going to make you like this one, maybe. And I didn't like the first one. Uh, it, the gameplay wise was okay. The story was just... It was too weird and yeah yeah very anime-ish type of story dialogue wasn't good yeah i just didn't like it all right so we got here a game called never dead i heard this game before it's yeah. also it's another konami game uh the one where you have like your head coming off or something i think that's uh that's what i want to say yes definitely it says played the, the demo for that one the protagonist is an immortal and will be able to survive severe injuries over time, the player will lose body parts and will have to collect the removed limbs by mm. rolling into them. Yep. Okay. I and that, yeah. this did not get good, good scores. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, it's got a 50 and a 52 on PS3 and 360. Yeah, the highest score I see on this right here is a 6, maybe, by GameSpot. Uh, yeah, I didn't give it like a 3. But Famitsu gave it a 32 out of 40. That's good. <laughs> oh, no, stopped. I'm sorry. I, I, that was the lowest score for a PS3 version. Um, Now, I guess because this, this, it's the same version, so people just reviewed it on that system because the Xbox 360, a 2. Destructor gave it a 2. That's the lowest score I've seen. Mm. All right. Dang, who gave it a 7.5? Who was that? Official Xbox magazine? Oh, yeah. Man. In the pocket of big Xbox. <laughs> like, come All on, right. guys, it's not that bad. Another huge game came out. Um, Soul Calibur 5 came out. The fifth one in the series. Well, actually, technically, it's probably wasn't this probably was a side one, wasn't it? Maybe. Always could always assume they are ones that, that are not numbered. <laughs> um I mean there was like the PSP one, I think. What is this? Soul Calibur Broken Destiny. I think that's the PSP one or the oh, Vita okay. one. One of I I think it's PSP though. Yeah, I think those are like your side story ones. Otherwise, it's just been mainline stuff. Yeah. All right. So you got um, what we got here? Do people like this game? I think this was like post peak of Soul Calibur, but it was still okay. 
Yeah, I got it. Well, 81 on PS3, 77 on 360. Yeah. On Metacritic. Yeah, I got decent scores. Um, I don't really see any super low scores or anything. Nah, the small score is like a 7. So I guess it was fine. Um, like, the last Soul Calibur I really played a lot was the Yoda one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here, pretty much. All right. So that is it for 2012. So now we're going back 20 years to 2002 and we got dark arena for the game boy advance this is a first person shooter for the game boy advance yeah and it got a 65 metacritic not good but okay ish yeah uh, serviceable yeah i mean ign gave it an eight though so that's good no but but nintendo power man they get a 2.8 so they didn't pay them um and (laughs) x-play gave it a two out of three also yeah they didn't like it either. Probably part of the, the higher scores comes from the novelty of it being a 3D shooter on the Game Boy Advance, which was obviously not really up to, to par on that. I think that this ran basically like original Doom on, on some of those older systems. Okay. There was a Super Nintendo version of Doom, wasn't there? I want to say yes, but I don't know. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Okay. Because I knew there was a first-person shooter. I just didn't know which one. I didn't know it was worth mm. time or not. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Salt Lake 2002 came out on the Game Boy Advance. Olympics time, Dominic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, Getting into I, it. I mean, it's quite a few. It's quite a few of these games that came out. Um, ESPN has something. Um, it was just a lot of these extreme or Olympic sports games out right now. Also, you have Forever Kingdom for the PS2, which is a... RPG, a JRPG. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm assuming it's that. Yes, and it is. <laughs> <laughs> just, just by the name and the look. Uh, it got rated uh, 64 Metacritic. Um, not that great of a score. I remember seeing this cover like in a gaming store. I think GameSpot, or if it was called GameSpot, then I'm not even sure. Um, I said GameSpot. I mean <laughs> GameStop. <laughs> uh, it's from from software. It's a From Software game. Oh, wow. Okay. This is before they realized that, no, we got to make it super hard (laughs) and boring looking, and people will love it. (laughs) This was just boring looking. It's a prequel to Evergrace. So, oh, did From Software do that game too? Oh, I remember Evergrace. It was one of the first PlayStation 2 games. So, From Software did that game. Well, let me see the one. I'll look at that some other time. I don't got time for this. All right. Let me focus. All right. So... uh, Another game that came out, oh, a, bi- a huge game that came out 20 years ago in January was Medal of Honor, Allied Assault. Like, the people love this game. Even, you see, look on the box art, Dave. It's his best of E3. It got the best of E3 award on the box here. <laughs> but but no, but really, this was like a great first mission shoot. I remember just people just Absolutely. talking about it uh, and saying like how good it is. I had the game too, but I, I played it very chop well, all the choppiness because my computer cannot <laughs> freaking really play that game but i forced myself to play like three levels and then i just didn't play no more but yeah but i end up playing the ps2 version which is the front lines the console versions i should say and i love that game i love i i love that game but i so because i was like good this game i can actually play it um so I really got my Allied Assault uh, fixed from that. But yeah. I just remember reading the magazines like, oh, man, this is such a great first-person shooter. This is like, this is where you do Normandy Beach. 
mm-hmm. and it looks so good. And I was like, oh man. And it did. Like even with my crappy ass computer, when <laughs> I went to that, I said, oh my God, this is Saving Prior Ryan. Oh my yep, God, look at those people exactly. just getting shoot in the water. And yeah, you know what? Saving Prior Ryan has taught me you can shoot a gun and the bullets will go in the water. I did not know that at first. I always thought like, you know what? Why don't people just jump in the water? The bullets can't get them. But now I knew like, oh, it still can. I say, yeah. oh, you're never safe. You know, I say, you're never safe. This is back when it was like, we won't put blood in these games because we're respecting the troops. That's right. Yeah, Battle of Honor games, they st- and it still it still was that to this one. They had like a, what, two Battle of Honors before this one, I think. Um, at least mm-hmm. two good ones anyway. I don't know if there was any other ones. But um, yeah, they would say that they yeah would not put any blood. They would you would just see people die, and it was fun. I didn't. I mean, I didn't care. Yeah. I mean, then again, I didn't play only game Christmas shooter I really played was Doom, and that was crappy looking blood. So I didn't know what the hell real looking blood really looks like. Like like like. <laughs> well, at that time, like because of the graphics, I thought it would look real. But yeah, I was like, eh, I didn't care. I, I still feel like I'm killing Nazis and stuff. So I was like, hey, yeah. whatever. And now, I can't go without blood, Daniel. If I don't see blood, I, I'm just like, what the fuck is this shit? It's kind of crazy how, like, from Allied Assault, the next year they did Medal of Honor Rising Sun, which I still think I, I played that, and I was like, oh, this is cool. But Allied Assault was on a different level. Like, that predated Call of Duty and was, like, the premiere I want to play Normandy Beach experience, right? And yeah, it's it seemed just... like the pinnacle. Like, like that, that was the like that was the uh, the top one. Mm-hmm. And then exactly. I mean, then the first Call of Duty came. It was like a, almost homage to that. It was like, oh, Call of Duty. I didn't feel the same as Allies. Me, oh well, Frontline. Well, for me personally, it would be Frontlines because Allies saw that I can really play. But I I like Call of Duty. I say yeah. I like it. But then after Call of Duty, I didn't really care about World War II no more. <laughs> the first Call of Duty, like I honestly did not care about World War Two anymore. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I just I wasn't into it. I was like, I got enough fix of that. All right, so what else we got here? Oh, the music, uh, yeah, the music was great in this game. I mean, you talking about you got um, who was doing the music? It was a movie person, Hans Zimmer. I don't yep. know if that's true. Uh, then I don't think it's Hans Zimmer. Uh, <laughs> no, it's Michael Giacchino. G- Who did this? Yeah. G- um, I don't know how to pronounce that name, but um, yeah, I think it's like G. G-, 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 G- okay. Yeah, Who did G- the music yeah. for Spider Man? Oh, okay, Spider-Man. Yeah. cool. Why did I see that? Because I watched some of the credits and I remember <laughs> seeing that name. I was like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy yeah. from movies. Moto GP two came out. Uh, that okay. motorcycle game. I never in my life played a motorcycle game on a console. Yeah, I think I, like, I played never, like a demo played. on the three sixty. And that's I'm trying it. to think. Have I ever played a game that was a racing game and I was on a motorcycle like that? Like it was specifically just yeah. motorcycles, not nope. Mario Kart where you're playing them on a motorcycle, and not like <laughs> Grand Theft Auto or games of that nature where you like, right. oh, you got a got a racing part to this game or something like that. Uh, yeah, I'm not counting those because yeah, but I think only like the arcade is the only every time I ever played like a motorcycle. And oh my god. You talk about me sucking at um driving games in arcade, motorcycle games. Good God, because I'm always leaning and just hitting that wall, then leaning to the right and hitting that wall. I never could stay in the middle. <laughs> I never could. Like I, oh my God, I would try so hard. I said, "Come on, just stay." I was like, "God, man." 
all right, that's why I never t- drove a real motorcycle. I'm thinking like, oh, I'm just gonna fall. Let's <laughs> 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 do that. All right, here we go. Pop of the Rapper Two came out. I totally forgot there was a two to this game. Yeah, it did uh, not get the same level of like excitement from anybody. Well, I feel like. Well, uh, yeah, it got 67 on Metacritic, um, oh. so it definitely wasn't high. Um, let me see. What did? Oh, gave it. They gave me four. They don't have the gaming form of one here. Okay, that's the only one I would have seen. But yeah, it got okay scores. Like, yeah, it it definitely didn't mm-hmm. get that love. Did when they did the remake, they only remade one, right? I think so. That sounds they right. just did two, two also. I mean, it's like just get that mm-hmm. fucking thing in there. <laughs> Here's the bonus pack. We made it better. So what I, where I'm at here? Oh, another Salt Lake game. Uh we got Draken, the Ancient Gates, which is a RPG for the PS2. I don't even see like a rating thing here. I'm going to assume that. Oh, here we go. It got 78. Oh, it actually got a decent score. 78 on Metacritic. It seemed more like a. Oh, it's an action adventure game. Okay. I don't see gameplay of it. Well, I don't know. I'm going to say it's all right. I mean, it's got 78. So go ahead and get it if you got a PS2. Um. <laughs> Airblade came out, which was trying to be like the new Tony Hawk, where you don't need wheels on your board, and it was trying to go for the Back to the Future kind of thing too. Say, so, hey, look, <laughs> you got a hoverboard, man. You can do all these tricks on a hoverboard. You can do more air because it's a hoverboard. Um, it didn't. I mean, it got okay ratings, but it definitely wasn't on the Tony Hawk level. Yeah, it feels like this is what inspired Spider Man Three. And James Franco's portrayal of the Green Goblin. <laughs> and last but not least, we got Grandia 2, which is a RPG, and it came on the PS2. It was a Dreamcast game also. Um, yeah, I remember early those on, games. It came first on, I mean, I think it came first on Dreamcast in Japan anyway. And I remember Grandia. Uh, like, I mean, the series, I never played it before. Uh, but I remember people having like some liking to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, this one got rated pretty high. It got 90 out of 100 on Metacritic. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, people did like this series. I think there was a three also, I want to say. Um, I don't know if there was, maybe there was sub-sub ones after that. or four, I don't know if it was a four, but just or maybe it was just a subtitle after that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember people like it. I just never, I never gave it a chance. Mm. So I don't know how it is, but I remember the HD remaster of it, and yeah, yeah, I see it right here. It's on Steam and GOG. Oh yeah, yeah. This is based on the Dreamcast version of the game, so there is a difference to this, to the Dreamcast version, to the PlayStation Two version, or something. I don't know, but yeah, maybe it's like bigger boobies in the older version or something (laughs) like that, like bigger anime boobies or something. And then they said they had to tame it. All right, so. That is it for the flashback segment. So now we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to the gaming news. All right. And we're back. And now we get to the gaming news. So what we got there? All right, Dominic. So with a new update to NHL 22, they have added new national teams, including the women's national team, Dominic. So there's yeah, finally, I saw that. finally some female representation in those games. Yeah, we get the WNBA... Um, yeah. We got the WBA in the 2K, um, and 
well, they they had like you could play as a teams for a, a little bit, a little while, but now they got it more expanded. You can play seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, or my player. So and now this having the national women's team up there, that's that's, that's pretty cool. Hey, that's all right. Yeah, that's that's yeah. all right. I got to look at the message boards. What do people complain about? <laughs> I'm sure you'll see plenty of that. And how this is hurting the game because they're taking away resources to focus on the main gang, Daniel, to put these women in here. I still haven't got my guy in the stands (laughs) getting his hot dog. (laughs) And all you're giving me is ladies. Actually, I don't know if they do that in these games. I haven't played an NHL game in a while. Do they have people banging on the glass? Like, ah! Like, like I see you when I watch the games. I want to see them only get excited when there are fights on the on. on the ring. I want to see where the glass breaks. Well, it's not even glass. It's like plex. I don't know the what plexi. it is. Yeah. I want to see it when the plexi pops out and hits them. Yeah, because I've seen that before. I want to see like, <laughs> hey, they hit us so hard, the plexi pops out. All right. So what else we got, man? That's cool. Uh, and some other news, Dominic. We got an official announcement from Reef Spawn that they're working on three Star Wars titles. It sounds like these might be the final Star Wars titles coming out of EA as their you know exclusivity deal comes up and we're already respawn this just themselves are doing that uh, well it's it's one of those things where like i think ea is has gotten under the uh we're just gonna name every studio that's working on a thing by the name of the biggest studio that we currently have so in this case, like respawn proper, it sounds like is working on the sequel to star Wars Jedi fallen order as a lot of people have speculated at this point. So, Wait a minute. um, who made the first one respawn? Holy shit. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, yep. I totally forgot that they did that. Yeah. And then uh, a couple of years ago, they started like a branch of the studio. Like, I think it's still respawn proper. Um, but to do that call of duty above and beyond for the Oculus, that was the VR call of duty game that wasn't really that well received, but apparently they are working on a first person shooter style star Wars game, uh, not a battlefront game apparently. So something different, maybe a, you know, dark order or something like that. We'll see. Um, and then there's a new studio called bit reactor. Who's actually here in Maryland. Uh, they spun out of for access. There's some former for access people. Um, and apparently they're working on like a tactical strategy game in the star Wars universe. And a lot of people are speculating because this is for access that it could be like a more XCOM style thing than, you know, like a Starcraft or, something like an RTS style thing. So that could be cool. I'm I'm interested to see what they have to do. It's always neat when they're like local studios that are working on things. Obviously here in Maryland, we have them and Bethesda. So yeah. What do you think, Dominic? Like it's finally, it's interesting that right at the finish line, we're, we're finally starting to see EA try and pop out a whole bunch of star Wars games when they've had this license for so many years and have only like occasionally used it, right? Now that other people are doing Star Wars stuff, now they're like, "Oh yeah, let's just make some Star Wars games now." <laughs> we got this license. Yes, yes, actually, use it. I'm happy. Yeah, they're they're finally doing it. But like like you said, just to do it now, 
I guess. And look, when there's no movies or anything, I mean, you got some t- television shows, but what's the what's the next big Star Wars movie? Uh. I think it was supposed to be the Rogue Squadron one that uh, what's your Patty Jenkins was going to work on, but then there was a lot of speculation that that was getting put on hold so that she could work on the next Wonder Woman movie. Oh, so I, <laughs> yeah, because it's been really quiet as far as the movies goes. I mean, we got mm-hmm. the shows, which I, now that we see is like they've been better than the movie. So but I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with them just staying on Disney Plus then, and <laughs> so. Yeah, and they've already got, you know, a ton of those. Of course, there's going to be another Mandalorian. There's also supposed to be that Cassian Andor show, which is like, who who really asked for that? But okay, let's do it. Cassian, who? He's the guy for, he is the Han Solo-esque character from Rogue One. Oh, that's right. Yes, I remember him. Yes. I mean, I hope it's it's decent. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. But I know, I know, you, I know. But hey, something different. I mean, different-ish. Though I'm kind, I was kind of hoping for something in another, not another universe, but something that takes place away from the main thing. But I understand. It, yeah, it, it's just it keeps people nostalgic and stuff, and not to be too <laughs> creative. All right, so because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm always hearing about these games being made, but what's like the one that is coming out? Soon. I, I think we will see the Fallen Order sequel relatively soon. I, I don't know if it'll release this year, especially with the way things have shaken out with COVID and everything. But I, I think we'll most likely see the reveal of that on like May 4th. You know, may the 4th be with you, the Star Wars day. So I wouldn't be surprised if that that's kind of the big thing. Oh, yeah. The Lego Star Wars, technically, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. And that's what I was just about to say. Because that Lego Star Wars game is coming out before then, I think, you know, they're going to have a big announcement for that. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean, there's also that uh, the Zanga game that's supposed to be like the Fortnite one. I have no idea when that's supposed to be coming out. But oh, also, yeah, that's debatably large right like it's i don't think there's many people actually excited about that game coming out because you can just have real fortnite but with star wars characters in it like they already have so like the, as i'm about to say they gotta take them out they're gonna say hey <laughs> you gotta take them out um it's done the license is gone you can't even use the ones you had yeah but i own the nft of the mandalorian in fortnite so you can't take it away from me down so there nfts all right speaking of three games in development dominic allegedly before this whole microsoft deal for uh activision goes through we should see at least three more call of duty games on the playstation including this year's which will be a new modern warfare game from infinity ward as well as next year's game which will be coming from treyarch and then allegedly Warzone 2 will be a thing that happens before that deal. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Solidifies. I, I mean, that's uh, basically what I was speculating is we would see, you know, this year and probably next year's game because the development and the agreements will have, oh, yeah. have shaken out before that deal closes sometime mid next year. I'm actually year. surprised it's not like a 2024 deal or something like that. I could very well be, you know, we, we just don't know that far into the future. But 
Yeah, Bobby Kotick's out there like, let's sign all these deals with PlayStation before we we sign over our our lives here. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I just now here's the deal: are those deals are like they get the maps first still? Like they they that's, that's what it is. That's a good question. Is like where are they on the exclusivity stuff with them still? You know what what was their original contract? Because they. They signed that, what, a couple of years ago now, right? When they switched yeah. over from Xbox to PlayStation. So, yeah. I, well, I, wonder I mean, how ever long since this generation, right? Yeah. Well, like last generation, right? Like, Well, uh, I, I keep forgetting stuff, about right? the PS5 and shit. Um, but, yeah. yeah. It's because they don't exist yet, Dominic. They don't exist until yeah. they're in our hands. <laughs> so, Sony, if you want to move this along, send us one. So let's see, Dominic, we're getting Steam Decks, we're getting PS5s, Xbox, if you want to hit us up, send us some mini fridges, that'd be great too. Yeah, definitely. Because we don't need your console. Just give us, like, cool computers or something. That's what I was about to say. I, want a, I need a computer. <laughs> I need, I need <laughs> anybody, I don't know, um, those custom PCs or uh, Alienware, the, the, the highest one, or, or video cards. Hey, do you want to, well, actually, I can't, I put, the, I can't put the video cards power. in my computer. <laughs> <laughs> NVIDIA, yep, there you go. This is intel anybody want to sponsor us extreme pc upgrades let's do that all right dominic in some other news we've got some speculation that nether realms is working on mortal Kombat 12 instead of like an injustice or something like that okay um i think that's been kind of discussed in the past because there was that talk that maybe Warner Brothers would be selling the games division, so they didn't want to necessarily do an injustice because they couldn't, you know, guarantee that they would have access to those Warner Brothers DC properties. Um, now, this is there's a leak, quote unquote, coming from Jonathan Anderson, who's actually a senior production manager at Nether Realms. He basically posted a photo of some concept art on his desk and you get a little peek at the corner of his computer and it says like there's a file there called MK12 underscore master and reptile. So people are speculating, you know, this is basically a controlled leak kind of thing. He has since deleted the post, but like you don't need that post to be there to do the job that it is currently doing, which is us talking about it, GameSpot talking about it, IGN talking about it, basically everyone on the internet interested in Mortal Kombat talking about, you know, this quote-unquote leak. So it's interesting. I wonder how soon we would see that, if it would be something that shows up at like a, a Summer of Games, Jeff Keighley Fest or a E3, whatever that is this year, you know, that kind of thing, or if we'd see it sooner. Um, the, I'd say the timeline would probably be even as far out as like the game awards. Cause typically those games come out in what, like March or April. So they could hold off. Well, I guess if it's not coming this year, which I don't expect it would be, you know, they could hold off that long until, until next year. What do you yeah. think? I, I don't know. I don't know when this game come out. I mean, do you want to do Mortal Kombat this soon? I, I mean, I say this soon, but only because you've been playing Mortal Kombat relatively recently. It's been a couple of years since release. It's been when it when did it come out? Uh, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Okay, so it's, it's been around for a while. Uh, now now when did it um aftermath come out? 
Was that 2020? The year after. So let's see. 2019 was 11. So I feel like, yeah, aftermath must have been 2020. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's. I think it's been around for a good amount. Uh, I I mean, technically, yeah, they can do that. I mean, I'll still be playing 11 uh, Mm -hmm. because because I'm going to have to wait till the next pack comes out right. and because i'll buy that one because i'm not making that mistake again <laughs> you mean you don't want to buy this game like seven so technically times again? i wanted to come out really soon daniel because i wanted to be so that <laughs> i that game i could get the game maybe next year or two years from now because if it any longer that goes oh man i gotta wait two more years for that man shit yeah i gotta wait for the next presidency man like, <laughs> And we know Donald Trump's not going to let Mortal Kombat 12 release. So. <laughs> not. Now they let some like um, new character in there. Like, uh, trying to think, what would Trump character would like? Donald Trump Jr. needs to be exclusive yeah, yeah, to the Xbox. Do we don't want it on the Japanese or console. Or that guy dynamic. on the Capitol who roar like, he looks like uh, Davy Crockett or some shit. Um, oh, the uh, the QAnon shaman, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they should have. Oh <laughs> I hate how good of character that would actually probably be. Exactly. Oh, God, we live in fucking. And it should, and it should be a map. Point, it should be a map, like of like just that's the cap, like inside the capital. And a you lot see of capital talk this week, Dominic. What's going on with you? You all right? Because because, because I saw that I was watching CNN and they were talking about oh, okay. investigation shit. You know? <laughs> but they should have the guy who took the podium, like walking in the background or something. Or now you can pick him up. You know, you told people he, <laughs> he's in the back. Yeah. He's like, oh, or, or, or something like that. <laughs> and then it drops the podium and you can throw that a second time. <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right, Dominic, and some other news. Hyperscape Ubisoft's Battle Royale game is shutting down on April 28th. I try to advertise it, Daniel, but it, I guess it didn't, it didn't yeah, go through. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this game just launched in July of 2020. It 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 is one of the few games that it feels like Ubisoft is not actually. What's that? So they're going to blame COVID, even I though mean, the game sure. should have actually got more play. I was going to say, that <laughs> just means more people are at home. What's going on there? Yeah, that's rough. I mean, they launched into a very busy segment of the market already. You had so, things like Valorant. That had to be out already by the time that came out, right? Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. That was out. Yeah. And I feel like that's the one that kind of directly competes with Hyperscape. And you have, of course, the... Is that is that just Riot or is that like tied to League of Legends in some way? Can't remember. Well, Valorant? I forgot which one. It's tied to one of them. But I forgot okay. which one. Yeah, and it just, you know, it feels like that's got its player base. You already had all the other, you know, the other battle royales out there. Like you were you were trying real hard. And now of course they have like that Tom Clancy one too that they've just announced, right? So they clearly are already like on the move onto the next thing, but that feels like something very different from Hyperscape. Like it had interesting ideas, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what they were expecting to get out of that. Maybe they just, you know, eh, we can pump one of these out, see if it catches any any kind of, you know, talk. And if it does, then we'll support it. And if it doesn't, we won't. But it's kind of surprising to finally see Ubisoft watch something die on the vine, you know, 
what yeah. their support of basically everything. I mean, something had to go. Now, I'm just curious about like games like um, uh, what I'll just say, Spellbreaker. Like, mm-hmm. and that came out around, I think, that year or two. Uh, yeah. And how's that doing? How's that going to, I mean, is that going to last? I mean, it's quite, quite a few of them. I just can't think of them all because it's been quite a few. Uh, like, just just online type of co- competitive games. Mm. But I always want to know, like, uh, how do you last? Unless you, I mean, your production is not, doesn't cost as much. And as much as money people put in there, it actually does cover it. So you can keep going. Uh, I mean, or like, or the servers, you, it doesn't really cost as much to keep going. That you can keep it going. I mean, like you don't need as much money to keep it going. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know, Dominic. We will see. Uh, <laughs> last news story I got here. Maybe Ubisoft will make some more money to support some of these games via NFTs because they're still going full in with it. Uh, the Strategic Innovations Lab VP at Nicholas- the future day. That's what they say. That's what tell us. Uh, had an interview with an Australian uh, financial comparison site finder in which he, he basically, yeah, said it was the future. Like gamers don't understand his quote here was, but we at Ubisoft are seeing first uh, is the end game. We're not seeing the end game, Dominic. The end game is about giving players the opportunity to resell the items once they've finished or once they're finished playing the game itself. So it's really for them. It's really beneficial, but they do not get it for now. They, you, well, we just don't get it, Dominic. Well, I guess, yeah, for them, I mean, yeah, it's beneficial for us. I mean, because if you think it in that way, like, hey, yeah, I can get a digital game now and sell it, like where I couldn't do it, it um, because I had to get a physical copy to do that and sell it at GameStop. Right. But I guess they're just becoming their own type of GameStop because you're just... It's still them, right? Or- right. But that's what drives me crazy about this is like, and I've talked about it in the past is like, that's not even what they're talking about for NFTs. Cause that's the obvious direction to go in. And I think there would be slightly less pushback if that were the case. So if I that can just were sell to anybody messaging. though, right? So, so they don't get the money, right? No, that's the, that's the special thing about NFTs, Dominic. They do get the money because they've minted the NFT they're the original artists. So there's always like a kickback to the artist. Okay. So they are like the GameStop. Exactly. Yeah. So they get their cut off of it. And, and that's uh, why it's so shocking to me that, and, and so obvious that they don't really have an idea how to use this stuff because that's the most obvious way. And I think the one that would give the least, amount of pushback from people. Now you're obviously still going to get all of the, like this is destroying the environment stuff because that's just the case. I mean, explain this again. Cause you know what? I read how it destroyed the environment so many times. And so for some reason (laughs) it doesn't stay in my head. So it's basically the, the power consumption that is involved in these transactions. I think uh, I was watching a video earlier that basically says like chase can, can process a credit card payment uh, for like minute amounts of power. Whereas like 
uh, and I, I don't remember what it was exactly, but it was like 10, 20 fold the amount of power it takes for the same transaction to be validated on the blockchain. And what, and what is this like steam power or something? That's, that, that's, that's, or I, like I mean, it's coal, literally coal? energy. So coal, coal, nuclear, you know, we obviously don't use too many nuclear factories, but yeah, basically, you know, coal or whatever, let's say dirty resources, you know, there, yeah. there aren't many that are, that are quite going green. But they're yet, keeping the right? minds going, Daniel. I mean, but these people need jobs. Uh, yep. What are they going to do up there in, those, in, in West Virginia? They're going to maintain solar panels. Ain't, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing, right? It's like, you, yeah, I don't want to go down that direction. Yeah, <laughs> Job retraining, you know, all that stuff. Uh, what is a 60-year-old man who only knows working the mind going to do? Is he really going to become a computer programmer? I don't yes. know. Can we yes, give him the opportunity to, though? Probably. Should there be other social safety nets? Now you got me going full communist, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I mean, that that's what drives me crazy is, is if there are already mechanisms in place, like they're saying this as if it's, you know, this is why we need to do it. But you already have an ecosystem. You already have a way of saying that I bought a product and validating that. Why can't you just make it so then I can transfer it to somebody else? Why does it have to involve Bitcoin or, you know, blockchain, Ethereum, you know, ties? Why does it have to do anything with that? It, it's really just about it being the new trendy term to, to use. Um and it's always, you know, well, we're looking at making it a greener method. And it's like, but you already have a greener method of doing it. Why, why are you forcing it to go this direction? And really, it just has to do with speculation. Excuse me. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's crazy. Um, yeah. And, and that's what, <laughs> that's, that's what, that's what drives me crazy is, all we're seeing now are these companies that are like, well, video gamers are saying it's bad, but they just don't know any better. We'll show them. But you're not giving us examples as to why. You're just you're just saying no in the future. It's going to be the thing. And that can only be the case because you're making it the thing by forcing us to do it. I was like, yeah, I, I got to see it first. And then, I, I mean, at, at that point, you know what? I probably can't play video games anyway. It's probably be some reason. I can't, um, I don't know. So something's going to, it's like, it, it, I probably won't care. I probably won't care about stuff like that. Because you won't have the NFT eyeball implants that allow you to play video games. Until I see the first one, like, really happen, it's like, that's why I say, uh, let me see what it is, and then, like, I'll complain some more. <laughs> <laughs> you got to buy into that Ubisoft quartz, Dominic. All right. So that is what I had for news this week. Did you see anything else before we get into the PlayStation Plus and Games for Gold for February of 2022, Dominic? Uh, news? No, I have not seen anything. All right. So for PlayStation Plus, we've got Planet Coaster Console Edition for the PS5, and then Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, a Wonderland's one-shot adventure, and EA Sports UFC 4 for the PlayStation Others. What do you think, Dominic? Decent selection. I saw there was a lot of uh, pushback on on social media about the choices of games, which seems okay. 
the I mean, it's like you're getting a new a new game with yeah. Tiny Tina, um, the one shot. Well, is I mean, okay, I, is that I don't even know what that is to be honest with you. I thought that was the DLC for the old game. Oh yes, yeah, that is. Okay. Oh, oh so I mean, a newish game, <laughs> but but even then, like it. It's still a because the um, last time they got Borderlands, I don't think it was the whole thing. I think it was just mm. that, so you didn't get it. But I thought that was okay. I mean, you get Planet Coasters has been rated good, even the console versions. So if you're not really a PC gamer, it's like, hey, you you got this game. And the EA Sports, I mean, okay, I, it doesn't seem like it's horrible. I mean, even if I don't want to play these games. Like, I won't get mad just because, like, I don't like them. But I look at it and say, these are big games. I don't yeah, like them, absolutely. but these are big games. Like, these are pretty high-value games. It's just, I don't want to play them. Like, or I, yeah. I don't, I don't already play Tiny Tina's thing, but to be somebody who does it. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's, it's like, you can't, I don't know how you get mad or just over these free... You can't win every time. Because <laughs> they didn't have to do this. They could have stopped. Yeah. And I'm not even going to give them that much credit, but still, they they are giving you, you know, three games with this service. And, you know, if, if you bought into this strictly because you thought every time you were going to get a game that you loved, then that's just silly. On yeah, part. It, it is. You know, they didn't they aren't giving you a token to buy whatever game you want. They're giving you a random selection of games. And as it turns out, this month you didn't like any of the games. That's a shame. There have been plenty of months where, especially on the Xbox, there are games that I, I wasn't super into. But yeah. Yeah. So it seems like this Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep is basically the standalone version of that DLC. Cause yeah. I wondered, because I didn't think that DLC was a standalone thing originally, but Apparently now they have, so it is technically a new product. Well, yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. I mean, some, I say it was new-ish. Yeah. I mean, it's because mm. I mean it's it's been around, but it, it's it's by itself, and yeah, and not everybody had the DLC for that game. Like exactly. I said, I think they they got Borderlands. I think Borderlands was a game a PS Plus game, but that was just the original game. It wasn't mm. with the DLC. So yeah, this is this is fine. I, I I don't whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. For games for gold this month, this upcoming month, we've got Broken Sword Five. Ah, yes. The Serpent's Curse. You remember I played the first because I was like, I'm gonna play on a Broken mm-hmm. Age, and you see how that went. But still, <laughs> I did enjoy what I played of the first one. It's a very old, yeah. not very old, but it's an older point and click game. But I enjoyed it, and mm. I don't know. I might just jump into five for the hell of it. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't think you have to play all of them because I, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think it's just an Indiana Jones kind of thing. Not Indiana mm-hmm. Jones, but uh, like, well, Indiana Jones in the in the artifact mystery kind of way. I don't know if you do a lot of like jumping and, and fighting or anything in here. It mm-hmm. seemed like it's, but it deals with like conspiracy and. All right. We also have Aerial Knights Never Yield, which you had just mentioned again last week when we were talking about the games we played this uh, yeah. year. So I thought it was just a Switch game. I didn't know it was going to be anything else, so now <laughs> I can play it. Yep. And we also got Hydrophobia and Band of Bugs. I mean, not that I could, could have played before, but now I can play without paying for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah, Hydrophobia. So oh, yeah. Wait, I feel like we I think talked we just about mentioned this game. that recently, too. Yeah. Is this like an HD version or something? I think it's just like the Xbox 360 version. Oh, that's right. They're still just that's scraping right. they- the bottom of the barrel of games to give you for free. Damn. Not that Hydrophobia was that bad, but I don't know. And Band of Bugs is like you use your avatar characters to fight bugs. So oh, my God. Keeping I, avatars I you, alive. Yeah, man. yeah. You're really going to bear because I ain't never fucking heard of that shit. They need to put um, uh, uh, what's what's the one game I was like they need to put up for games with? Oh my, Charlie, something Charlie, Charlie Murder, Charlie Murder, yeah, yeah. But let me see if it's backwards compatible now because if it's not, I'm like, why not? Murder backwards. It says uh, it's currently not. That was 2019. 2019 oh, was man. not uh like it, there's a backwards compatibility community. Maybe they somebody asked for it in this forum here. Don't know. That's just nobody said anything. Okay, so yeah. So, Hell no. But it looks like it's still not. And that was a I think, yeah, that was a published game. That's by crazy. Microsoft. I guess we got what new releases? All right, Dominic, we got new releases. The Artful Escape is now out on the Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PS5. As that was previously just on the Xbox and and PC you got Gunvolt Chronicles, Luminous Avengers, I X Two. Yeah, that's uh, they're kind of like Mega Man, I think. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've never gotten into any. I think I played a demo or two here and there, and they seem okay. But yeah, never really gotten into them. What's your daughter doing back there? Uh, my wife's playing with her. Oh, okay, <laughs> swinging her around or something. All right, we also have the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, PS5. Uh, PC version of that is coming eventually, but I don't think there's a release date on that yet. But this upgrades graphics, gives you, you know, 4K, 30 frames per second, or 60 frames per second if you want to go that direction. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that looks incredible. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure it does. I mean, that that's cool right there. They're getting that. Actually, why, why, why do I like this? No, I don't like this because I feel like if you have the game originally, it should just upgrade. Yeah. Upgrade for free. I, I think there is an upgrade path for it, but yeah. Uh, let me check, actually. Um, and how much does this game cost? It costs $50. Eat now, shit. Now, <laughs> now, now, now. Oh, wait, that's related to the movie because <laughs> it popped up a thing. <laughs> Limited time offer, purchase or upgrade to Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection between December and February, and you get a ticket to watch the Uncharted movie starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Uh, but there is a way to upgrade. Let me see. You have to pay, but I think it's like $10. No, that's not bad. Um, can upgrade PS5 with the PS Plus version, which is not entirely surprising, unfortunately. Even though they did eventually let you do that. Did they, they stop selling it digitally? Final Fantasy. Um, where is it? How to upgrade. Give me a cost here, people. Yes, $10. So that doesn't seem so bad. because. It's also, I think, if you have, like, Lost Legacy, you can pay $10, and then you get both Lost Legacy and 4, if for whatever reason you hadn't played 4, but you did play Lost Legacy. Um, So that's kind of a cool workaround, I guess. 
Yeah. But yeah, I, I wonder if you they probably took the old version off sale so you can't just pay yeah. <laughs> $20 and then upgrade it. Or maybe you can and they're letting you work around it. I have my doubts they would let you do that. Uh, see, look, honestly, I wouldn't be so like uh, critical of this. I'd probably be maybe a little only because how Xbox doing their games is like, uh, it's hard yeah. for me to look at this and like, or people say, oh, but people, we've been doing this all the time. I was like, mm-hmm. but yo, this game came out three times now. <laughs> I mean, for the older ones. Yeah. Dude, whatever. This is. Yeah. All right, Dominic. And then we have the big one this week Pokemon Legends Arceus for the Nintendo Switch. I haven't really seen a lot of reviews for it, but what I have seen is some relative positivity around it. I think my friend's going to get it because that's what he seems to play mostly on his Switch anyway. So uh, I'll probably ask him how he likes it when he finally gets it. I mean... I'm definitely intrigued. It seems seems okay. Yeah, it it seems okay. I mean, it's probably more close to what I want out of Pokemon than the last one, Mm -hmm. but... I saw someone say, if you think about it as if it had just been a Wii game, then it's the best Wii game ever. That, that, it, it, that's the thing. That's the thing, Daniel, because it's like, this is something I wanted maybe 15 years ago or something like right. that. You, yeah. Uh, like, come on, man. It's like, y'all can step your game up. You you got, it's not even a risk, really. You can make the same game. Just make it fucking look incredible. It's like, it's like, <laughs> like, like, like. I mean, I, I mean, I'll still be mad because I'm like, it ain't really much changed. But at least like I can say, man, it just looked damn good, though. It looked damn <laughs> yeah. good. But it's like, or if you, if you're gonna keep it like this graphics, take some risk then. Mm. Shit, I'm like, dude, this Pokemon. I swear to God, I was like, why are they not saying their names? Like, why are they making noise? <laughs> dude, like, I thought, <laughs> yeah. That, I thought that was quick making that noise on the Game Boy because your limitations right. of the sound, like the sound card in there. Um, now that's just what the the real Pokemon heads know the voices to be, Dom. And now y'all just be like, oh, you gonna keep it like this. I'm like, what? You and your animes, Dominic, you think fuck? that's what the real voices well, are. That's not make real. Make it real growl then. I'm just saying, <laughs> why is it a real growl? Why does it sound like, like what the fuck these right. things talking like they're... <laughs> got some digital thing inside that what the hell is this <laughs> yeah, it's just all porygon sounds they're all fake porygons i mean yeah that I mean that's what i'm frustrated about oh but i forgot to mention with the you remember when i was telling you that when i was seeing the like ps5 commercials i forgot what game it was and i kept saying i kept i was telling you that i was seeing something come up at the end of them but it was real quick mm-hmm. the Detroit movie logo but it comes so fast. Uh, is that like a? Did they figure something out? Like it will get embedded into your mind faster if they just flash it real quick to you. There's definitely, there's definitely things that do that. Like I've even seen it on WWE entrances. Like they've they've embedded things like that before. And I don't know if it's, but it's so fast. Like you can't barely read or it. Or if just, they're like testing something. I just, I just see Uncharted. I mean, then I looked. I say, that's just Uncharted. And then I was like, <laughs> why is it going so fast? Yeah. Like for anybody to read, nobody can read it. Subliminal, Dominic. 
you just have to see that commercial three times and all of a sudden it's stuck in your head that you want to go see Mark Wahlberg with a mustache. See, you spoiled it, Daniel. Well, if I uh, didn't see that yeah, trailer and then I, now, now that's you true. just, just in the trailer, he doesn't have a mustache. So maybe he gets a mustache. Uh, I didn't want to tell you that I, I saw the screener of it. It's like the, it's the post credit sequence. He grows out the mustache. You see it in real time. I mean, that's what it looks like. It looked like that. That is the <laughs> fucking post credit. <laughs> oh God. I don't think I don't think I've seen a trailer for that since that first one came out. I mean, I saw it doing Spider Man. Oh, okay. Did I see a trailer for that in front of Spider Man? I must have. There must have been one. I'm mad that I still haven't seen like a Jurassic World trailer. There was something in front of that Spider Man movie that I feel like I wanted to mention, but I can't remember. What the, what the moon falling into Earth? No, although that looks like stupid fun. No, what's the the Michael Bay uh, Jake Gyllenhaal thing? Did you see that? Where he's like a bank robber, yeah, yeah, but his yeah, brother's... I saw that. But I guess I saw that on um, regular TV first. Oh, okay, that looks so stupid, but also like it could be a lot of fun. Actually, I don't know. It was regular TV? I, maybe it's a streaming service that had a commercial because I seen that home first. I would definitely watch that. I mean, it seemed it seemed okay. Like yeah yeah I'm, yeah I'm just thinking like okay so the kid's gonna get his surgery money but the father's gonna go to jail just like the um Denzel Washington movie mm, yep. <laughs> it's the, it's a John Q yeah yeah that's a good movie that's what's gonna happen because I was like he's not gonna get away with this because he no. saw his face I guess he's he had yeah. like a mask or something and they murder like fifty million cops like come on no those cops they they get out safely. <laughs> the cars blow up and yeah. then you just see them crawling and when they get out of the shot, cars. it's like oh shoulder <laughs> you winged me yeah or like the leg oh it's just like a mosquito bite beautiful <laughs> alright Dominic you got anything else for the week nah we good alright thank you guys as always for listening you can check us out on twitter Dominic is at dstalworth5 I'm at regulusmb the podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. It has links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all those places. Uh, we will be having a, uh, I guess, a bonus podcast this week with our, are we still calling it Half-Ass Game of yes, the Year? Yes, it's still Half-Ass. Half-Ass Game of the most, Year I Awards. Think, like half of my games, more than half, I think, probably in my top ten. Or games I didn't even play, but I thought it would probably be in my top ten if I did. Gotcha. All right, so stick around for that. That should be coming shortly after this one. And until next time, guys, talk to you later. All right, see you.